0: Lot talk radio
1: sisters out there, peace, and welcome in one more time to another broadcast right here of Lines Vibe Radio, brought to you by Cultural Freedom Radio Network. Most definitely, we are up in this house. Most definitely, we are up in this house on this here, what they call Friday night, man. We are in this house, brothers and sisters. We are in this house again. Thank you all for tuning in again and always listening in. When you catch the shows in live, you catch the shows in the Ike archives. We greatly do appreciate you, however you cast the show, and truly, indeed, we do. Uh, tonight, my brothers and sisters here, we don't have another particular topic of conversation. We don't have a title or a topic particular. just want to bring up some things that, you know, like we said, current events and uh, things just happening that we see in America and elsewhere. And, and tonight we do have a clip I want to play because uh, I listened to a class <clears throat> earlier this week. Um, from the brothers right there, um, y'all know Israel United in Christ. Yes, sir, the brothers in the purple and gold, the purple and gold, not the Megas. I hope I said that right. Was it the Mega? <laughs> no, I think, no. I'm, I'm just playing y'all. Not them, but the brothers in the purple and gold that y'all see a lot of times out on the street, passing out flyers and things, um, yeah but i I listen to some of their classes. It's a class they have um some brother they're in Jackson Mississippi, and they have a class called Escaping the Plantation. Now, I like that show that I listen to them because they touch on um a lot of different things that's, you know like social issues and things that's in the news uh, and you know they did from a what they call a bible perspective uh even though they may be so called messianics, but I like to hear. Uh, even a lot of our, our brothers who even messianic, when they're touching on things that's happening in society and like things with social issues and social injustice or just bringing up things that's happening and just having these discussions and making the people more aware, I listen to it. So, I, I mean, I, li- I like to listen to that. You know, I don't give a damn, you know, if they are messianic on that one because a lot of things our, our brothers and sisters need their uh um, need the attention being brought to and bring awareness to a lot of things that's happening you know, especially to us as so called melanated or so called blacks or whatever we call ourselves or want to be titled as or your nationality. Um, you know, a lot of people just go about their life and don't pay attention or, you know, or are not privy to a lot of this information and things that's happening. It's still plaguing us as a people. So I like to listen to a lot of that classes, and, and I'll play one in a minute here, and it's called America, War on Drug. That's what they were talking about, America, War on Drug was a war on God's people. Yeah, yes, sir, the war on drug or the war on God's people. And I'm reading them playing this again, too, because and they're going to go into this, and I'll just touch on this later, but I'll come back to that. But um, also, I forgot to say this, man. How can I forget this? So I want to say I also Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom to my brothers and sisters of Israel, the the nation of Israel, or the nas- uh, uh, the tribes of Israel scattered throughout the world. And those of us uh, who are waking up to realize just who we are, and I'm not saying every black man and woman, so-called black man and woman on the planet Earth, and every black man and woman in America is, a, is an Israelite. I'm not saying that, you know, hey. I will not go along and say that. Some people will. That ain't my thing that I say. But those who have awakened to who they are and uh, realized and trying to strive to do what is righteous, peace to you out there. But let me, before we get into this right here, I want to just uh, give you all an update. I'm going to be bringing this throughout until this time, until December. But I want to just throw this out here for my good brother, Brother Umar, Umar Sharif. I almost said Umar Johnson. Y'all, Umar Sharif. Uma Sharif, Yes, sir kofa 360 and 720 study group will be having a a wonderful lecture and it's coming up, man, uh, by a good brother, man. Y'all know Dr. Scott Whitaker. Y'all know Dr. Scott Whitaker? Yes, sir, indeed. He will be down there in Jacksonville, Florida, coming up, man, in December, man. Yes, sir. We actually had the privilege and uh right here on Culture Freedom Radio a couple of years ago to actually do an interview. Dr. Scott Whitaker. Yes, sir. We did an interview with Dr. Scott Whitaker. You know the brother who has the book called The Meta Sin, Meta Sin, like S-I-N, like it's a sin. I actually purchased the book, man, myself. But check it out, y'all. Dr. Scott Whitaker will be in a house down in Jacksonville, Florida, talking about Black American health at the crossroads. Where do we go from here? Black American Health at the Crossroad. Where do we go from here? This event right here, man, will be held on Saturday, December the 17th, 2022. Yes, sir, again, that is Saturday, December the 17th, 2022. Time will be. So it's 3 p.m. I, I got to get this right because I'm on central time. So <laughs> I think that's 3 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. That's in Florida. So whatever the Florida time is, and it was an hour ahead of us. I think it's Eastern. So yes, sir. Uh, also, brothers and sisters, there will be book signing. Vendors will be available. And I'm going to y'all a number so y'all can get in on that. To you, uh, uh, vendors, you the numbers, you can call my brother. You even get the tickets as well. So registration is off. Uh, cut off uh, December the 3rd, 2022. So to get your tickets, you want to go ahead and register and all of these things before December the 3rd. It says tickets at the door will be $65. And uh, for each person is 50. Uh, couples, $90 right there. So, yes, each person is 50, and uh, the couples will be 90, like say at the door, $65. But you can pre-register uh, and go to Cash App for my brother right there on Cash App. There's Kedar. Seven twenty, Kedar spell K-E-D-A-R 720. One more time, Cash App, my brother, Brother Umar, if you want to get involved in this event and catch the lecture, that's um, Cash App at Kedar. That's K-E-D-A-R 720. So the event will be held right there on Fat Queen Event Center. That's the place that will be held in Fat Queen Event Center at 5220 North Pearl Street in Jacksonville, Florida, 5220 North Pearl Street in Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, yes, indeed, the author, the doctor, Scott Whitaker, will be in the house again, y'all, brothers and sisters, talking about a Black American health at the crossroads. Where do we go from here? Yes, sir. Indeed, it is Saturday, December the seventeenth, two thousand and twenty-two. And also, to get that number right here, you can call my brother right there. If you want to be a vendor and all of these things, you can call the area code right there at nine zero four. That's forty. I'm sorry, y'all. That's 904, 430, 8511. One more time, the area code is nine zero four. And the rest of the number is four three eight eighty five eleven. Just call right there and get in touch with my good brother, brother Umar Sharif, and they will hook you up, my brothers and sisters, for this powerful lecture. And we're going to keep on uh, advertising it. We're going to let y'all forget. Ah, oh, yes, sir, indeed, y'all. I'm getting hoarse right here. Let me get me a little sip of this tea. I'm sorry, y'all. Let me get a sip of this tea. I'm out of alkaline water. I'm out of alkaline water. And I'm going to tell y'all something about that alkaline water, too, in a minute. Just for, uh, let me get me a little sip. So I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. Let me see. Let me do something right here while the sip is sip. I don't want to have no dead air time. See. Oh,
2: I say it. I say it again. You've been had. You've been took.
1: You've
2: been hoodwinked. Yes!
1: Run on up. Yes! This is what he does. Indeed, indeed, indeed he does. Now let's get into it. I'll get into yeah, I let me just say this right throw this out right fast. I said alkaline water. You know, I've been on this alkaline water uh lately. You know, there's not really any places where like you know, they had an individual uh, a lady I used to buy alkaline water from and I have a sister named Sister Tony had a place called Jabba Juice and Jazz. <clears throat> I think her her machine actually before COVID was messing up. But um, I guess something happened during COVID, you know, and I see her place shut down, and there was a church that actually had uh, uh, alkaline water, and I see they don't even sell the alkaline water anymore. So I don't know where any place besides, I think, what's they call it, Whole Food, if somebody told me they had alkaline water, you know, to buy the jugs. But I've been seeing lately, like, Walmart and these different places now, Kroger's and all of these places now are selling uh, alkaline water. Now, like Justice mentioned to y'all before, he drank glacier, glacier water. The smog water. Now, I like glacier waters too. And I, and lately, I've seen that they came out. I don't know how long it's been out. I hadn't seen it that but that long. But they have alkaline water now. Now, I like that alkaline. I like their alkaline water. And you can tell it's not like you know, saying man, it's no damn regular spring water, no tap water. You can actually tell it because the smoothness. You know what I'm saying? I, I be trying to tell people I can't how to describe alkaline water. I say I want to say taste, but it's kind of hard to say taste. I said, but it's just the feel, you know it. <laughs> but sometimes it is taste as well. Um, but here's what I'm bringing up now. I, I've been buying uh, glacier water, alkaline, and man, it is hard to find a lot of times. You go to Quote Cro- I mean Walmart, to try to get it. Man, they be sold out like a mother sucker. They be always sold out of it uh or Kroger's had it. Uh Kroger's had it. But you go in Kroger's your yeah, ass better hit them get in that one better know when the day they uh, stock it because it's gonna be gone quick fast in a hurry. Every now and then I might get a case and there's another one they have um another company I think it's called Zen Zen Water or something. They had an alkaline uh, uh brand and uh it was pretty cool. But here's the trick. I mean not the trick, y'all, I'm sorry. Watch out, don't get that goddamn, if you shop at Kroger's or whatnot, do not, do not get the the damn Kroger alkaline water. They line, they line, they line. That's not no goddamn alkaline water. That's the same as some people say, you know how they say they got this purified water, and some people say there's tap water. That's the same. Whatever that water is, is they line about the purified, that's the same goddamn water. That Kroger, I'm talking about the Kroger brand that they're calling alkaline water. Man, I got it. My wife had a couple of cases of it. And as soon as I drunk one, I'm like, oh, 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 this ain't no goddamn alkaline water. Oh, hell no. Because I tell you, like, even this morning, I didn't have any, I, like I said, ran out of alkaline water. And I was in a hurry. And I didn't get a chance to stop at the store. So I took, the, you know, the one that she bought from Kroger. So we got cases of it in there now. So anyway, so I took one of them. And I told y'all like time early in the morning if I drink some water, um, my alkaline don't bother me like that. But uh, any other kind of water, it, it 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 hurts my stomach. And and I drank that water this morning. I already had some. I knew it wasn't alkaline, so I drank it this morning. Oh man! Every time I drank it, it made me sick to the damn stomach. Man, had me like you know uh, like I was about to throw up and shit. I'm like man, this yeah, this ain't no goddamn alkaline. So I'm just saying. Don't mess with the goddamn Kroger water. They are—they. It's like you know how they used to the advertise. Um, uh, this is organic. This is organic, and found out a lot of shit they say is organic is not actually organic, and 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 so now they know a lot of people is trying to. Uh, they're getting, you know people been into the organic. I mean, um, alkaline thing, but now they're trying to market a lot of stuff or uh, alkaline, alkaline, and um and they line too. So you know they getting in line to lie about alkaline. So yeah, do not. I was just just my opinion. Do not do not mess with that goddamn Kroger water. Like I said, Glacier water, that alkaline what they have is straight. Oh, it's straight. I usually don't drink like a. I might drink just a little bottle sometimes. It usually take me forever, but they got some big tall ass bottles, man. I, I mean, I can go through those bad boys, and I don't drink water like that. But those. Alkaline bar Oh shit! I'm running through that like a like a wine head drinking. Goddammit, some whiskey or some some Mad Dog 2020. I'm running through that water so. I, I will say that is some good water, and, and this is not a paid advertisement for Glacier, y'all. I'm not get paid for this. I'm just trying to throw it out. So, but yeah, man, that, 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 that Kroger water don't don't mess with that. That's regular ass tap water. I don't know what that shit is, but that shit is not right. But anyway, I just had to throw it out. They, you know, a lot of people are now they're advertising at what's alkaline, and this shit ain't alkaline. Some of them, but you know, but like I noticed the ones that really alkaline, like Glacier and the One Thousand. You can't find it in the stores. Like Kroger's, Walmart, they sell out so goddamn fast, and I and I can understand why. But uh, since I got that in there, let me let me throw this in here, and I'm going to bring the brothers in. I want to just play this here clip right fast to go in so and kind of subway us and to you know, let the brothers come in, and we'll talk about something. Like I said, this this is a video. Well, this is this was a video, but this is the audio I got from them, so credit to them brothers for using that content. And um, – Talking about the war on drugs, and, and, and really we know we have said time and time again right here on Culture Freedom Radio that we're um, – I know Dave and I, like I said, myself, we don't – we're not advocates of, of, of no drugs, basically, unless you got medical a medical condition. We make that on record. Unless you got some kind of medical condition or something like that, because I take Tylenol or something like that, hell, I get aches and pains and something like that. But we're we're saying, like, like when they've been pushing all of this goddamn um, legalized marijuana, you know, we hadn't been advocates of that. You know, we basically against that because, and like I said, unless you have a medical condition, now all this recreational bullshit, no, nah, we ain't with that shit. We're not with that shit, and we're going to tell you why. Because like we say it and, and we, in this video, with this clip, we're going to talk about the crack epidemic or the crack situation. And this is what we're saying. Now, how in the hell now, and we know these same people who brought in the crack, now you trust these same motherfuckers like we've been telling y'all before, with your marijuana, the government, the same people who brought this shit and destroyed the black community with the crack is the same motherfuckers now who want going to tell you, excuse my French elders, but the same motherfuckers who want to tell you now you can smoke motherfucking weed. You still trust these same diabolical bastards? You think they ain't doing nothing to the motherfucking weed? Huh? They justified bringing in crack, but, you, but then and they want to put you on another motherfucking drug. Oh, weed, ain't nothing wrong with weed. It's the motherfucking government telling you this. The same, come on, man. Let me play this clip. Let me slow my head down. We want to play this. We're going to discuss this thing right here, brother and sister. Let's get into it.
3: They don't love us. No, they don't love us. They don't love us. No, they don't love us. They don't love us. No, they don't love us. They don't love us. Somebody tell them, wake up. Wake
1: up. Wake up. Somebody tell them. Like I said, this is, again. This is the brothers over there. Israel is united in Christ. This is out of Jacksonville. We showing you the history.
4: powers of the devil. This is the power that he had over us to destroy us. Medicine is one of those powers. We started on the eugenics tree, right? Give me, give me the next one. Started from the beginning.
1: We will see large numbers of poor people and specifically
3: blacks going to jail and to prison and they will not have a chance.
5: In the early 1980s, the nation's slogan was clear, just say no.
3: Frack now has spread to almost every American city.
5: But what if I told you that there was more to the crack era than what the white mainstream news media let on? And that it went beyond black and Latinx folks who simply needed to kick a drug habit. Today's baggage, how the war on drugs ravaged black America. Once upon a time, in a not so far away and familiar place, the United States entered what became known as the crack era. During the early 1980s, a new drug somehow infiltrated low-income black and brown communities causing crime and chaos. It was called
3: crack cocaine.
5: The problem is crack cocaine.
3: Crack
1: cocaine may deny these black children a decent future.
5: Well, it turns out that your uncle, who always talks about the man, was right. Well, sort of. While crack did absolutely ravage some black and brown communities... It wasn't that simple. The United States government and agents of the state were corrupt and had a hand in creating this dark time in America's history. Misinformation about crack cocaine and its users flooded airwaves and proved to be just as dangerous as the substance itself. Decades after the crack era has come and gone, its impact lives on. But before we fall any deeper into this rabbit hole, let's take it back to the beginning of this war on drugs, which is often dubbed America's longest war in history. The federal government first banned the recreational use of a substance, opium, in the early 1900s. Then came the prohibition era, which focused on alcohol. Shortly after, the feds began to track and vilify people who struggled with addiction, especially if they were black. Back forward to 1971, when Richard Nixon declared war.
3: America's public enemy number one is drug abuse.
5: Two presidents later, Ronald Reagan not only carried on, but weaponized this anti-drug stance.
3: Drugs are menacing our society.
5: Though Reagan was the first president who promised to Make
3: America great again.
5: But rather, he made things worse for low-income communities. In fact, at the time, the poverty rate grew faster in the first three years of Reagan's presidency than in any other time since the 1950s. Meanwhile, in another part of the world, the United States was funding an illegal war in Nicaragua, and drug smugglers were sending cocaine to the U.S. on U.S. planes. Somehow, the United States officials had no clue.
3: Whether the United States actually loaded up the planes with cocaine, you know, or whether they just kind of turned their backs, right, and let the planes take off and go to the United States to land, the United States knew that that at the very least that cocaine was being flown in and and just ignored
5: it. Stanley Nelson is an award-winning documentary filmmaker, MacArthur genius, and director of Crack, Cocaine, Corruption, and Conspiracy. He says that this rampant poverty and international scandal, which caused cocaine to flood the United States, was the backdrop in which the crack era took off.
3: The crack era seemed to come out of nowhere, you know, somewhere in the the early 80s, all of a sudden, you know, everywhere in Harlem, people would be out on the street selling and using crack. Not only in Harlem, I remember, you know, I was walking across 42nd Street and people were in doorways smoking crack.
5: In his film, Nelson walks viewers through various phases of the crack epidemic.
3: At first, you know, we saw it in the African-American Latinx community. Then, you know, we're like, oh my God, there's an epidemic. The politicians weren't talking about it. The media wasn't talking about it. The police were not stopping it. That's a big part of it.
5: Some dirty cops took money from drug dealers or they took drug money themselves.
3: What would you steal? Money and drugs and guns, whatever was
5: it. And somehow this fact was left out of the media. Wonder why. And then there was a shift. A
6: local success story took a tragic turn this morning.
5: Maryland basketball star Len Bias died after overdosing on cocaine two days after he was drafted to the Boston Celtics
3: like a, a political wet dream, you know, because now all, you know, politicians, Democrats, Republicans, everybody was talking about the scourge of crack and, and the evil, evil, evil dealers who were dealing crack. And it was crazily overblown.
5: And from the era emerged some dangerous myths about black people.
3: Go! First of all, there was the crackhead, you know, just had given up their lives to crack and, you know, would do anything for crack. Then there was the crack mama. Now that was, you know, basically black women, you know, uh, this woman sold her baby for a crack.
5: And an equally damaging falsehood, the crack baby.
3: Despite all the warnings, a growing number of babies are being born already addicted to cocaine. They'll spend the rest of their lives suffering for the lifestyle of their mothers.
6: What would you do about pregnant women who use drugs and pass those drugs onto their babies? The
3: media played a huge part in making the public feel that crack was really the real threat. And that treatment wasn't the answer, but jail.
5: And the federal government. So
4: they, (laughs) we always talk about 1969, and that's when, you know, you know, Alva Bivens and these men, they were starting to teach we the Israelites. You had, you know, Martin Luther King passed. You had uh, Malcolm X passed away. And then right after that time period, then you had this, the crack epidemic, and how bad it got. And then they used it for two different reasons. One, to kill us. Another to, well, three, three reasons. One to kill us, one to incarcerate us, and another to uh, uh, push stereotypes about us. The crack baby, the crack mama, your mama spoke crack rock. People were getting made fun of at school. People were getting robbed. Drug dealers was, were terrorizing the community. That destroyed our community, y'all. Huh? Who had the power to do that? The U.S. government was doing this. right It's a known fact. And then a nigga gonna tell me that the white man get in the kingdom of heaven. I still don't understand this. No he done oppressed and lied and destroyed and murdered and put pushed, pushed falsehoods about our people. He created the negro in a lab. He created the drug dealer in a lab. He created the crackhead in a lab. He did that. That's the power. And he got the power to do it, and can't none of you niggas say nothing. No. I can do it and can't none of y'all say nothing. Matter of fact, if you bring it up, I'm going to say you're racist. (laughs) If if you bring up what my ancestors did, I'm going to say you're racist. Come on, man. I'm not my ancestors. But you benefit off of them. The correctional officers, they benefit off of them. The DA, they benefit off of this. The judges, they benefit off of this. All of these people that are connected, they benefit off of this, y'all. So I'm telling you. Give me um, so, uh, Psalm 64, verse 4. Yes, sir. I'm telling you, that's power. I can paint any picture of you that I want. And and I'll get you hooked on drugs. So if, he, if you do say that it's me doing it, I can say, well, I didn't make you smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't make you sell it. All right? But I'm going to put you in such extreme poverty conditions and then flood it into your community because you're so... Uh, uh, and your, your mind is so gone based off your oppression that you're looking for some type of solace or some type of, of release that you'll fall into drugs. Damn. And that destroyed our fathers and our uncles and our grandfathers. Read that for me. The Book of Psalms, chapter 64 and verse 4. That they may shoot in secret at the perfect. They shoot in secret at the perfect. That's a secret thing that they was doing, bringing in drugs from Nicaragua. Most high just revealed it. Right. But we didn't know that why it was going on. Come on, man. This is history. Read. Suddenly do they shoot at him and fear not. And they don't give, they don't not fear God. They act like there is no God. Go ahead. They encourage themselves in an evil manner. And they encourage themselves that we just locking up criminals. But you made the criminals. You put it in that community knowing it would destroy them. That's why it says what? reading again. They encourage themselves in an evil matter. And they encourage themselves in that evil matter. So I ain't did nothing wrong. I'm just out here just busting drug dealers. That's what a, some of these police officers, that's how they speak. These, these uh, um, special unit police officers that are narcotics, they hate black people. They hate us. I'm telling you. And what do they do? They say, we just busting drug dealers and getting them off the streets. But how do drugs get in the community? Under 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 the, the greatest country on the earth, the country that we saw I think a couple of months ago we saw, we watched a video where America spent almost a hundred billions on their military every year. Right. So I spent a hundred billion on the military every year, but somehow drugs get flown into the country and I don't know nothing about it.
7: The yeah. Neighborhood, the neighborhood I one day, then the next day you wake up, crack.
4: Donald Trump pressed the button and killed Soleimani in Iran. Mm. But somehow a plane with an American flag on the side of it, bring drugs in, don't nobody yeah, know. I, I don't know how that happened. I'm just still trying to figure it out. Come on. That's what the Bible says when it said they do what? They encourage what? They encourage themselves in an evil matter. they commune of laying snares privily. They lay snares privily. That's a snare. The drug epidemic, the crack epidemic, that was a snare. And we still snaring it to this day, we still struggling. You got people that's depressed. I work with people. They're depressed. they down. they like... Mm-hmm. And you you dig into their life a little bit and find out. Mama on drugs. Yep. She hated him. Yep. Now he homosexual. Because he hate women. You understand? Yes. He hate women and he finds solace and, and wanting to be with another man. Same with the daughter. Little girl, she was raped by her crackhead uncle. Now she grow up. She a hoe. She on a stripper pole. Twerking. And you say, how'd she get to that? I seen a little baby picture. She's like, she's a sweet little girl. How'd she get to that? What happened? The crack epidemic. It's still that's the and then ain't nobody went to jail for it. Ronald Reagan dead, ain't he? Mm-hmm. Dead and gone. gone. Ain't Richard Nixon dead? Didn't gone. gone. They ain't had a suffer for this. <laughs> they left that behind. Come on. Keep reading. They say, who shall see them? Mm. They search out iniquities. They accomplished a diligent search. Go ahead. Both the inward thought of every one of them and the heart is deep. bro. the inward thought of every one of them and the heart is deep. They already had it planned. They knew what they were doing. And that's how they was able to propagandize us.
8: Mm-hmm. Put
4: this propaganda in about us. That's how, man, the most I called. Co- oh. I said, look, I'm going to make you a byword and a proverb amongst mm-hmm. the heathen." How you he do it? They put that crack in our community. Now we yeah. all sp- supposedly crackheads, thugs, and criminals. Man, the most High word always going to rain true. You got something you want to say? Go ahead. Yes, sir. It, it, it's, it's crazy, Cap, because they put the poison in our hood. It destroys us. It kills us off, right? Then the men go to prison, which in turn makes them more money. Mm-hmm. Then you can't pass the drug test, so you don't have a job. So you come right back right. to what you just left again. Right. They They put a cycle in place, but then they give you no way out because when the crack epidemic hit, there wasn't no um, health crisis. wasn't no rehab going on. Mm-hmm.
7: But when the opioids
4: start hitting their ki- they children, right. they right. popping these pills. Right. Oh, it's a health crisis. We got to send them to rehab. Right. They need help now. They know exactly what they're doing. Right. Yes, sir. That's a well thought out plan, bro. Yes, That's a diligent search. Yes, sir. That's deep thought. Deep meditation. Think tank deep, as Bishop Yawasat was saying. Right. Right. Think tank deep. They sit around
7: and think about that thing. Hey, De- Dave Chappelle made a joke one time. He said he say he finally <laughs> know
1: All right. how so called white. That's a good one. It was like thirty some minutes long, but just give y'all some logistics. See, I, I, this is what brother Arya you listen to a lot of times when I'm not on here. I got my ears listening to things that's happening, and brothers and you know building on some things that's really going to get us. Um, Right. You know, things that's plaguing us and actually getting the solutions and things to try to help our people, like to clean up our minds, get our minds straight and all of these type of things, because there, there are brothers and sisters that out here today that's, that's using drugs, uh, still using drugs, getting a hold to, they're thinking they're getting a hold to some marijuana and, or some crack or whatnot, and they're getting hold to this fentanyl and losing their minds or even losing their life. So this is why we're not advocates of over here using drugs because, like they say, even they say marijuana is a gateway drug. You might start off using marijuana. Even people lacing marijuana now—they're lacing these damn the weed with. Um. Uh. It was a sister who was telling me that an a apartment building, that apartment complex that she was living in, and the said the dope balls was over there. They was lacing the um, the marijuana actually with fentanyl. And also uh what the stuff that Michael Jackson got a hold to uh, uh, purple fall, whatever you call- how you pronounce that stuff see you you don't know this is what we're saying. you don't know what this stuff is. you're not growing it you're not you don't you didn't plant the damn seed, you didn't have it. you don't know what it is so again i, I my my thing here is we look at this damn government for the longest. it' always been a war on the marijuana, even a war on the marijuana supposed to be now, all of a sudden. They wanna legalize it in everywhere and tell all oh, you cool, it's cool, you smoke it. I I wouldn't trust these motherfuckers for nothing. I wouldn't trust these bastards. And, and especially when they are the producers of it. They are the producers. And I remember though and I got the brothers' mics open, y'all. Uh let me say that one part in y'all come on in here. Uh when y'all read it, brother. Peace to y'all too. But I remember somebody was used to was telling me, I used to hear people always say, If they can if they can find a way to tax marijuana shit, they were legalizing well well hell they found the goddamn way y'all and notice they if if if, if even when they have these places and um just say even if I, I – what you call these distiller places or whatever they call them even if i if they had it legal here in tennessee and i wanted to open one of those distilled stores or whatever i gotta legal. i got i got a store now right that's my store that's my business so if I got that business, who what do I gotta do? I gotta pay taxes on that shit, right? This ain't just a dope go on the street no more. I got a legitimate business because it's legal. So I got to pay taxes to them on this shit. So they truly have found a way to do this. And y'all but we don't understand. and and even when they was trying to play a trick on the people, I remember because they know how, especially our people, I'm ain't i I'm, I'm sorry, I got to see it. Our people, they know how a lot of our, our, our people are. They, we know what, we love to fucking smoke. I don't know about you all city because I see it all the goddamn time. I I don't give a fuck what it is. It ain't even legal in Tennessee. They ain't even got legal marijuana. But they love the goddamn smoke. I see people getting ready to go to work, smoking motherfuckers, still smoking. On the job, still smoking. But anyway, that's another story. But the point I'm trying to get to is when they came out in D.C., Y'all remember, we told the story on here. When they was trying to get people to take the vaccine, what did they tell them? What was the pre, uh, 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 what were they plea bargaining with them for on? If you take the shot, we will give you a joint. Y'all remember that? A joint for a jab. Y'all remember when we talked about that, remember? That's cold-blooded. I wonder how many people participated in that. I wonder how many. A joint for a jab. Hmm. I just put that out, man, because our people, you know, like I said, if I can see if you need, you know, for medical, you got counsel or something, you got a medical condition and you have to take some kind of pharmaceutical. That's different, but a lot of our people on this, on this fucking Serb, they on this, they on that, and they stone out their fucking mind. And you think your enemy? You think your enemy had like they was planning a clip, the war on drugs, the crack, and all of this stuff. And and, and one more thing. Especially you people in California, especially you people and in, in, in Democratic homeland of California, I had to throw that in there. Y'all, you, you, you that's why they really legalized so-called marijuana. But is that not the place where Free Ray Ricky Ross was at when they started with the crack? Is that not the same place out in California when they started with the crack with Free Ray Ricky Ross? Huh? But now y'all can legalize it. They go, they ain't do. They have done nothing. We've got our people continually get, to be hooked on some kind of fucking drug. Instead of being using your natural mind, being in your own natural state of mind, they continually keep you being hooked on some kind of fucking drug. Like I said, they keep our people sedated so you cannot properly think in your fucking right mind. Your body's not a pure temple. When you want all of these fucking excuse, my friend. Let me slow down. When all of these goddamn drugs, brothers and sisters. I I I, I, when I drive through the city, sometime I drive in certain areas. It's a sad state of it's a sad state of affairs. It's a sad state of affairs because when I drive through certain areas and I look, and I see a lot of our people and and, and is walking around. And what the drugs, how the drugs have turned, have how, how it turned them out, and what have have done to the people, man. God damn, y'all, it's sad. I mean, they talking about a third world country somewhere else. No, it's hood, USA, man. When you see the uh, people, it could be especially, you know, a sister. When I remember, this was even said by let They said when a woman use drugs or even alcohol, be be heavy on alcohol it affects them a hell of a lot worse her 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 uh physical appearance. Oh man, it it really does something to them more than it does to a man. It takes them down more than it does a man. And I see it. And I see some of these sisters I'm like, "Damn, this was this was somebody's little precious little child at one time. Precious little daughter. Look how she looking, man. God damn, look at her hoeing, hoeing on the street so she can get her another hit. I mean, it's a sad state of fucking affairs. And we still brag
9: about, well, we're the original man of the planet Earth.
1: We, we built the pyramids. We did this. Yeah, but we fucked up now on drugs. We allowed our fucking enemy to come in and sedate us. It is us all messed up and out of our goddamn minds. So we can't, if those of us who try to remember who we are and remember our legacy. They want to wash that shit away with drugs and alcohol. And number one again, they keep you under their influence so they can take advantage of you. It's like, you know, you, you put a date rape drug on a woman, not neither one of us, we know better than that shit, but a dude that he know he can't really get with her so he put a date rape drug on her cuz he, she she wasn't going to give him none, so he put a date rape drug on her so he can get some that he wasn't going to get. That's what the hell they have done to our people. They have they have actually put drugs on us, Mickeys on us, and rape the shit out of us for real. Man, I don't know about y'all, but it's it's sad, man. And then anybody be justifying all this shit, man. You know, I just can't see it. And I see brothers, man, and and using drugs, no people personally, use drugs, and they talk about how destroying them, but they continue to keep on doing it. That's a, that's a badass demon. Y'all talk about a demon? That's a badass demon right there. That's a badass demonic possession right there, man. Those drugs. It truly is. And that's one of the main things that is hurting us as a people again. Young brothers, man, are constantly going who high on these fucking drugs. I'm just seeing on an every day and seeing this young brothers man going to prisons and going well, they're going to be going to jail for right now but they finna get ready to go to prison 40 and 30 fucking years but for, for uh, uh this robbery and just shooting people and uh, you know half of them out here on these goddamn drugs they listen to this murder music but again when you have like brothers like with with the clip i just played who have shows and we're trying to reach our people, even on the corners and the highways and byways, somewhat like they do. Like, I don't agree with all the Jesus stuff, but that's neither here nor there. Then we can work that out, like between them and mine. We'll work that out in the back room. But we're reaching out to our people and trying to tell our people, hey, man, you're destroying yourself, brothers and sisters. You're destroying yourself. This is a, this has been a a concentrated plan to do this to you. Do you really understand what you, with the trap that you're falling into? You don't want to listen. Brothers like, I remember, and I'm not, I got to shut up. Don't let these brothers come over here. The Holy Quran. I remember my days of Islam. And they said in the Holy Quran that the Most High would never, I mean, he always sent a prophet or a warner to every nation of people. So they can say, wait, so they can't say, nobody never came and told us nothing. It says again, y'all, the Holy Quran says, the Allah or the Most High always send a prophet or a messenger or a warner to every nation of people in their own tongue, their own language, so he can warn the people. So they cannot say, we have not been told. Well, let's say it here. We know we have been speaking in our original language, but that's okay. We have... We've been speaking English, and so we have people who have came speaking English to us. We have had several brothers. We had the noble Jew Ali. We had the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. We had Brother Malcolm. The list goes on and on. Sisters, hell, hail the truth. We had the list goes on, and on. we have had people who have been raised amongst us, a people in America who have been despised and ejected. We have had messengers. We might not look looked at them as, de- as such, That's why, goddammit, the corn tail Pro with J. Edgar Hoover, them said, we got to stop the rise of another black messiah. Don't get spooked out with Christianity told you what a messiah is. You need to learn what a mashiach really is in Hebrew. the Hebrew, a mashiach is just a little bit somebody who's anointed or appointed to come and liberate their people. What did they say? What did all these brothers try to do? Why do you think they tried to kill them? Because they tried to do what? Liberate you. That's why they call... Sister Harriet Tugman, Grandma Moses, she was a liberator. What did she do? She liberated some. She freed some. So don't get this Christianity spooked out shit that they teach you about somebody dying for your sin. That ain't what a marshyacus or anointed came to do. That's why, again, why would J. Edgar Hoover them say we got to stop the rise of another black messiah? So, oh, if it was one black messiah, so if he said to stop the rise of another, so, hell, it must have been one that came before then. It must have been one that already came. If we got to stop the rise of another, it must have been several that are one that already came. So this is what they don't want you to do. This is why they want you sedated, brothers and sisters. So you cannot be the greatest who you want to be. Like I said, again, we want to deny. We want, We want, don't want to listen to the messengers that all come. But y'all know what? That's been told too. It says a messenger and a warner. He's always be despised and rejected amongst his own people. Everybody else will recognize them, but we won't. We will always, that's that's everywhere. I don't give a fuck where. They'll always be uh, despised and rejected amongst his own. But let me let these brothers come on in here, man. I, I'll be like I'm preaching this uh, a Sunday morning Hello, sermon. Well, peace to you. Shalom, 10. my brother. Peace to you. Yes, sir. 10. Shabbat
9: Sloan. Shabaslum, I would like to say Shema Israel or the Nalahane or the I would like to have Barokai Nalahane Malakai along. I would like to say, Hello Israel, Yah Elohim, our creator is one. For Rat Uh I would like to First, say uh, thank, thank everybody tuning in to Live Fox Radio. Liberation, have uh, not missed you. I would like to give thanks to his Brother who's teaching tonight, and like I said, he's a fiery brunstone brother. You know, he out there teaching like we always do, teach truth and righteousness. His name is R. R-E-I for a reason. You know, a lion is his supposed to roar. And he is roaring. And I don't know if you got a to do with yourself. But I said, you need a lion. You know? You need a
7: lion. I said, I said, I, him I him ain't going to clap. Up. We ain't going to.
9: That's right. Oh, man. <laughs> That's it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! That's right. <laughs> Maureen, Ari, Israel, man, we doing his thing. Doing this thing, man. You know, we, we had differences at times, but in a, in a, in a, we don't say the body of Christ. We say the body of God. We are one. His the words of Frank and Beverly, we are one. And uh, we don't talk about the oneness of Yah. Now, I'm glad you brought up this, and I listened to this video earlier.
8: And
9: um, there was a basketball star that was going to rise. And I think I you his name earlier. And I said, I, I remember that case. There was a basketball player that was an orange top of no And he had died. What was his name I sent you?
1: Uh, Brother Len Byers.
9: Len Byers, that's his name. I was a fancy situation, brother. Was going to school. It's gonna be a pro basketball club. Yes sir. At a crap over those. Crap those. Now I wanna bring up something today. Break the ground. When we look at that, that yeah, I ain't gonna call her sister because Out. <laughs> we know She's all screwed up. Uh, the uh, case with the female basketball player, Preachy Brown, she had weed and rust and she got stopped. And they found that she got five years.
7: But we got more than five years. Yeah. I'm sorry. I need to cut in. Hey, everybody. Yeah, please, uh, please. what's up? So, it's yes. your former president, Barack Obama, joining you tonight. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, hey, uh, I know you got children.
9: I, I just want to Michelle. say,
7: go ahead.
9: Michelle over there.
7: <laughs> well, you know, Michelle stays fit. She don't do drugs. She don't smoke weed. She don't drink alcohol. She don't smoke cigarettes. And every time she catches me with a cigarette, she puts me on detention.
9: <laughs>
7: yeah. So she you got a she healthy a household house. over here.
9: She the man. Chief, man Rabbi. The house.
7: Chief Rabbi, what's going on, everybody? Uh summary
9: uh,
7: hey, right What is it? She the man of the house. Oh, no, she. No, dude. Hey, man. Look, I'm on. I'm in the field. I'm gonna be coming in and out right now. I just have a business document to kick it with you, but I'm gonna be in and out for a little bit before I can be able to kick it. So yeah, it's good hearing from y'all. It's Friday night. A lot going on. You talking about that marijuana and, and, and the crack? The, the thing you played about how it all started and everything. And and you can see today, like. I, I was around back in the day, so it seemed like people were more fully developed than a lot of these little people that we have today. Now, I don't know if you've noticed, but you see a lot of little skinny people, real thin. It don't seem like they even care to, like, do any push-ups or do any calisthenics or work out or try to make their frame better. It seems like everybody's happy with their little skinny bodies and... They running around here with this mindset and mentality. A lot of them are that is is dangerous and, and is self destructive. And I think I'm thinking it's coming from that era of the people, like the, the mothers and fathers, and and, and and in some cases now grandmothers and, and grandfathers are the ones who these children because they were using these type of drugs back then that was in these children's system because you remember when these children were born they would say well these are crack babies and they had these yeah. little issues they didn't know about them they didn't know much about it they just was saying that you know they have issues and they're not fully developed and all like that now look today where we at you got you got all these little skinny people, and I was back in the day. I didn't hardly see these little skinny people. When I was growing up, I mean, you would see JJ, you know, every now and then, but it was like there wasn't a lot of JJ's. But now it's a whole lot of JJ's. Yeah. Right, so, I'm uh, saying because of the, the, I'm saying because of that, what's in that stuff? It was powerful, and when you get pregnant, and you got that in your system, and you bring a child in the world, and now look. Those children break all the rules and laws that we stay, that we put out way before they was born. One earring in the left side. Uh, open the door for a woman. All the you know just simple stuff. They break and they wearing pink now. We would never wear none pink. They got pink. They tell you it's their favorite color, and they just, you know the dudes. And so I got to. Uh, myself on pause, but I'm gonna be back. All right, y'all can y'all can take it. I'll be back. Yes sir. Uh, All right, so uh, uh,
9: let let me finish saying what I was going yeah, to Yeah, go say. ahead,
7: brother. Yes sir, go ahead.
9: So, Ricky Brown got locked up for over for uh, eight years. For we now, I want to get in some. Uh, with his weed, pack. cause y'all know I'm going go to the talk. I'm Genesis, the first chapter, and he would be very cheap. One and twenty-eight, not one and twenty-seven. And it says so. Yah created man and his image. And the image of Yah. He created him. Male and female. He created them. Yah blessed them and Yah said them. Be fruitful and multiply. Build the earth and subdue it. And rule over the fish of the sea. And the birds of the sky. And everything living thing that moves on earth. And Yah all said behold, well, I have given to you all earth yielding seed that is on the surface of the, of, the, of the earth, of the entire earth. And every tree that has seed yielding fruit, it shall be yours for food. Now, Last part, it shall be your food. It didn't say it was gonna be yours for drugs to smoke.
8: <laughs>
9: see, that's the thing that we see. People smoking this wheat. Weed. weed is not supposed to be smoked. Garlic is an herb. Onions is a herb. Hell, uh, a bacon is a herb. You know, we have uh, a uh, chi, hell, kind peppers, peppers. Hell, you know, these are herbs. So are you going to smoke that? Hell, so are you going to smoke those too? See, the thing is with this, we got to look at this. I want to bring this up because I know I have Hebrew. Me and MoRay are We have, uh, we have a counselor counselor Hebrew right here. We ain't gonna say the brother name on air, but that brother is an Old Testament Hebrew brother that pushes we. Smoke. This brother said that um, the burning bush is weed, so we have to clarify that that is not be smoke. Is eight were you looking at oregano? Oregano is herb, so these are. Things did not be smoked like they ate. Even when you do have the medical, medical marijuana, they don't even get to some some states get to you smoke, some states get to you over injection. Hell, even when we looking at vitamins, you get from G that got herbs in So I'm here to tell you, we have to get out of that. So what Britney Griner going to jail for, stuff that she is missing you. And even when we see Snoop Dogg, who is always talking about smoking weed, you ain't supposed to smoke that stuff, Snoop. And another thing I'm going to get into, when we looking at a lot of the Italians, they use herbs in all their meals that they eat. Do we don't see Italians smoking herbs? And so that's all I got to say.
1: Hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, we just, want, we just wanted to touch on that part right there uh, about the you know the marijuana. I, I like the clip they played. They had some more stuff they was going to about corn tail probe and a lot of other things. We just wanted to throw that in there. Um, I want to touch on some other, other stuff. We're gonna just you know jump around, dibble and dabble in some other stuff right fast too. Um, you know that there, there, there's been a, well you know this abortion thing, man. This is. This is something else, brothers. This is something else, fam. Uh, I think there are three more states who have actually uh, put a ban on abortion in their state. Now, I seen this one the other day just uh, came through. This was from UPI News, and it was saying Texas <clears throat> Texans who perform abortion now face up to life in prison for a $100,000 fine. Now, it says, performing an abortion is now a felony punishable up to life in prison in Texas after the state trigger law, uh, which only narrows exception to save life of a pregnant patient when it's a fake person. Now, it says the law was triggered when the U.S. Supreme Court issued its judgment in the Dobbs versus Jackson, the case that overturned Roe versus Wade, and allow states to set their own law about abortion. Abortion clinics across Texas had already stopped performing their procedures, fearing the prosecution under state law that were already on the books before Roe versus Wade. Texas is now, let I mean, me see, Texas now has three significant abortion bans in place and and several uh, administration regulation governing procedures, seeing up to the potential conflict as large as the state. But anyway. So now in Texas, brothers and sisters, boy, they go ahead and and, and, and try to do a, uh, an abortion. Somebody has gone to jail. Yeah, somebody has gone to jail. Or get fined up for $100,000. And here's the crazy part, like I said, brothers and sisters. You got people who's – now, I'm not in – I'm not uh, in agreement with abortion. I would say I'm not agreeing in abortion, but now, like they're saying, if certain, something is happening with a woman, it's a life or death situation. Um, with that situation, mm, that's a that's a slippery slope. I, I I don't know how I really feel about that one. You know, it's basically like either she got to die or the baby got to die. Damn, y'all, God, that. Nah, I don't know how I would make that call on that one. You know, that would be something the mother would have to do. I don't know how I would make that call, y'all. That's a a hell of a situation. Now, that's the only way I'm seeing it. They're saying that they can have an abortion. But just uh, a a woman who went out here, slept with this dude, willingly slept with this dude, and got pregnant all of a sudden because he don't want to be the baby daddy or whatnot, you know, and they're like, well, I'm going to go out and get an abortion because he's like, I ain't my baby. I ain't get you pregnant. It ain't mine. So now she see he don't want to claim it, whatever the situation may be. And um, now they want to abort the baby, and not because it was health reasons. Just now she just, because they didn't use condoms or, hell, he didn't pull out or whatever, or she didn't keep her damn legs closed in the first damn place. Now, that's my thing is she got three remedies. It's simple. But people are getting all upset because of, this thing dealing with abortion is a woman's right to choose. Well, it is a right to choose She had the right to keep her goddamn legs closed. She had a right to tell him to put on a goddamn condom She had a right to I don't know whatever But goddamn as many choices you had to get do before you even got to the point you even be talking about a damn abortion They act like God damn! Like I said, the 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 problem starts before you even had sex. Some of you got to thought about before you even had sex. So the whole point why they're going man ham on this. I'm saying ham. Excuse me, not ham, but turkey or chicken, whatever. <laughs> the point they're going crazy about about abortion, the right to kill a baby. It's like we're in a land where they still serving Moloch Dave. They wanna they wanna they wanna uh, uh, uh sacrifice these babies to Moloch. That's what it seemed like. Y'all trying to stop up and sacrifice these babies to Moloch. This God, man, is shedding blood to Moloch. Cause this, this with all these abortion protests and all this shit, man, that's crazy. Just tell the women to fucking stop, excuse my friends. Tell the women to stop letting these Negroes or or whoever these white dudes or whoever these, you know getting them pregnant. Simple. Say so you want to have somebody this? put on a fucking condom. Just simple as that. Like, that's your right to choose, woman. That's your right to choose. Y'all talking about a right to choose. That's your right to choose. Your right to choose. Start right there. In the moment of intimacy. That's your goddamn right to choose. So all this whole thing about aborting these babies, and and again, we understand, y'all understand about in Illinois. A baby they having a they they now it was on the books. I can't find that article no more, but the whole point of having an abortion at at nine months after the woman had a baby. That's flat out goddamn murder. That's flat out murder. And you see, kinda like why they're saying, if you if you abort this baby, if you abort this baby, you just murdered them. We're gonna give your ass life. It just they treat it like you actually like somebody was walking down the street and you shot and kill him. You murder him and they're gonna give you the life sentence. They might not give him life, but you know they're gonna get their ass some time because you murdered. See, they said at, at at the moment of you know the conception in the in the womb. That's what they because the Democrats are trying to argue this shit. Now, but that, is that not murder though? When the baby went through the home and the woman just had labor. And the baby that came out of the womb, so the head come out of the womb, I want abortion. God damn, the baby, now you should have thought about this way ahead of time. But the baby, on, she just had it, and the baby right there, three seconds old, and she come out she want to abort a baby, a live baby. Come on, man, that's how sick these people are with this thing. So I, for me personally, I agree. I, I'm against abortion because I've had somebody before, like I said, when I was young, we was teenagers and I regret it. This shit do hurt me. But she said she had an abortion. And I think about what what my you know, my, my child would have been and so I, I hate that shit, man. But a passion. Like I said, you know, there's some life and death situation. That's totally different. Again, like we talked about the drugs. If it's medical reasons, this is life, but just all of this and black women having like we talk about the abortion rate that happened in the so-called black community. Come on, brothers and sisters, we 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 got to we got to do better than this. We can't, you know. There's no way I can I can try to justify this shit, man. Uh, at not in the least little bit. Um, I don't want to throw something in another gear. Let me see. I got to find something. To, uh, Alpha male was on here. He gone. Now. I wish he was my brother. He was still in here because I want to play something. Because, uh, you know, last week, y'all have, y'all heard of the three-fifth because we mentioned three. Well, it was mentioned last week about the three-fifth compromise. Y'all, y'all know about the three-fifth compromise, right? Now, the three-fifth compromise, a lot of people get that mistaken. They get the three-fifth compromise. I'm trying to find this. And I can't remember why I had it. But the three flip compromise, a lot of people get that mistaken. And they teach, and a lot of so-called black people have been teaching this. When they say the three-fifth, they're, man, they talking about we three-fifths of a human being. We three fifths. of, then nobody, that, no, no. Then nobody ever say that you were three-fifths of a fucking human being. Excuse my French, President sister. It did not say that she was three fifths of a human being. That's not what it says. I'm trying to give me a second, I'm trying to pull it up. It has nothing to do with saying you're three fifths of a human being, brothers and sisters. See, we have to have some context. But I know sometimes we we hear things and we regurgitate some things without actually researching it. It has nothing to do with you still on the on the uh constitution as a three fifths of a human being, that's not what they have. And, and brother Eric and I, we did a show about this years ago. This is not, you know, knocking nobody they the understanding, but that's been a lie have been uh, uh, passed around through uh, the so-called black community for a minute, and that's not that's not what it is. So we're gonna, I'm gonna see can I get this little this clip up right fast. Let me switch this mic, and I'm gonna see can I play it. Can I, put my other on? I'm gonna see can I get this thing to play? Let me see. Give me one second.
6: This. One of the most misunderstood clauses in the United States Constitution is found in an Article 1, Section 2. Representatives shall be apportioned among the states. All right. It's gonna kind of crack up a little bit. I don't know
1: what they're going on, but I'm gonna play, I'm gonna play this. I crack up a little bit. Let me see. Can play this. One of the
6: most misunderstood clauses in the United States Constitution is found in Article 1, Section 2. Representatives should portion among the states by adding to the whole number of free persons three-fifths of all other persons. Known as the Three-Fifths Compromise, Raises an obvious question. How could the Founding Fathers who endorse the idea that all men are created equal also endorse the idea that that some men That ain't going to work. i tell you what.
1: Let me let me. Sound too craggy. It ain't gonna work like that. Let me let me download it right fast, and then I'm gonna play it because that cracking up, too damn much. That don't sound good at all, right there. That do not sound. So let me let me download it right fast, and I'm gonna load it up so we can get a, some good clarity and hear it better. We do without all that chopping up stuff. I don't know what's going on with this. My system, no matter how updated and bought new software, it all it does is on blog talk. Uh, and peace to everybody who listens to the show right there on com. We pre- appreciate you for checking out TalkShoe and, um, and the rest of the podcast, how you listen to the podcast. We really do appreciate you for, for listening in and, um, you know, supporting the show. We appreciate you. And also, again, while I'm trying to get this clip loaded up, don't forget, brothers and sisters, you can uh, check us out again right there on Liberation Tabernacle of Yah on YouTube, our YouTube channel, Liberation Tabernacle of Yah. Don't forget to check that out as well um, for all our different classes on there. Uh, let's see, I'm trying to load this thing up. Ah, okay, uh, but yeah, I'm getting this right, but yeah, but that, that whole thing about even the three fields, that's not what we've been told, brothers and sisters, as well. If I can get this here, load it up, we'll hear it. But um, just trying to get some other things. I nice, see three fifty, three fifty, three fifty. Where the hell is it? I just seen it. I just said. Okay, I got to find the damn thing No, I just had it. Uh, I tell you what. Why I'm trying to get this load? Let me play a, a song while I was talking about. Or no, this interview. I was supposed to play this last week, but I got we got having a great conversation about the brother that uh, uh brother the, the gold teeth. That Mama pearl had an interview with i gotta see what i even named it now god damn i'm so damn disembobulated but uh the video we had i mean it was, it was a video he brought to talk about spirituality as africans and i'm trying to see what i even named it out there now god damn it i should have played it last week <laughs> yeah and the brother was was was, was talking and we, i was asking about spirituality and um and he, he made some good points from africa I don't even know what the hell I put the name under now, y'all. Damn. So I guess I won't be playing that one. I'm just going to play one of the brother music from Africa as I get this other clip loaded up right fast, brothers. Just give me a moment. I'm I'm just so off-key right now trying to find something. Let me play this right fast.
2: Hey, hey, Hey! Where is the love that we said we want? And stop forcing and fighting. Ready, Yo, Mr. K-Flex. Man are ready. Man are ready. Ah. So much fighting and war of one. Hey. Where is the love that we said we want? So much fighting and war of one Hey. Where is the love that we said we want? We're moving and we move moving to the highest, yes. highest, yes. highest yes. theater. Yes. Born bad mind in highest, yes Righteousness in highest, yes Emperor I will are in a king We're moving, we're moving to the highest, theater. Born bad mind in highest, yes Righteousness in highest, yes Emperor I the king Crown the dignity of the rise Don't let a Babylon tell his guys That's why me tell you no fight Anna, Anna, Anna I'm a liar, I'm not Babylon Come me tell you if live so strong Better no work, the life is real Anything you do, you got to have a good deal Watch a man So much fighting and war, I one hey. Where is the love that we said we want?
4: So much fighting on what? Wo- yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was a brother, man. Uh,
1: uh, the Mama Pearl Show, she had a brother on uh, on last week. Like I said, you can catch Mama Pearl Show right there, right here on Culture Freedom Radio, the Mama Pearl Show. She and her brother in and in, interviewed a brother. Um, Named Royal gold teeth right there from Ghana Africa had a great conversation with the brother and uh, Yes, excellent brother and like you said man. Where is the peace? Where is the peace that we talk about? Yes, sir. Indeed. Where is the peace? So I think I got this clip loaded up.
6: Let's play it now Let's see what it is right here, Susan brothers One of the most misunderstood clauses in the United States Constitution It's found in Article 1, Section 2. Representatives shall be apportioned among the states by adding to the whole number of free persons three-fifths of all other persons. Known as the three-fifths compromise, it raises an obvious question. How could the founding fathers who endorsed the idea that all men are created equal also endorse the idea that some men aren't? In 2013... James Wagner, president of Emory University, answered the question this way. The Three-Fifths Compromise was an example of difficult but necessary political bargaining. Without it, Wagner argued, the northern and southern states would never have agreed to form a single union. No Three-Fifths Compromise, no United States of America. Many people, including 31 members of his own faculty, vehemently disagreed. Wagner, the faculty member suggested, was excusing the inexcusable. They signed an open letter stating that the three-fifths compromise was an insult to the descendants of slaves and an example of racial denigration. So who's right? Let's look at the text again. Representatives shall be apportioned among the states by adding to the whole number of free persons three-fifths, Of all other persons note that the Constitution does not say that a slave is not a person it explicitly says that they are persons and it also does not say that a slave is three-fifths of a person as many today mistakenly believe the three-fifths description had nothing to do with the human worth of an individual slave but everything to do with how many representatives each state would have in the US Congress For that purpose, states could only claim three-fifths of their slave population. The three-fifths compromise was devised by those who opposed slavery, not by those who were for slavery. Or to put it another way, it wasn't the racists of the South who wanted to count slave populations less than white populations. It was the abolitionists of the North. The framers of the Constitution were deeply divided on the issue of slavery. The free states of the north wanted to abolish it. The slave states of the south wanted to expand it. You might say that the southern slave states wanted to have it both ways. They wanted to count their slaves for the purpose of representation, but they didn't want to give any representation to their slaves. Why did this matter? Let's look at the numbers. In the 1790 census, just three years after the Constitution was ratified, the free states of New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Delaware had a population of about 1.8 million free whites. The slave states of Maryland, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia had about 1.1 million free whites and 633,000 slaves. Add those two numbers and you get nearly equal populations between the North and the South. By the time of the Civil War, the slave population had grown to 4 million. Imagine how much more powerful slave states would have been without the Three-Fifths Compromise. If 100% of the slave population had been counted, slavery may very well have lasted into the 20th century. Why, you might ask, didn't the North simply insist that the South not count slaves at all? Because the slave states would never have agreed to join the Union. They would have formed their own country, and we would have had two nations, one free and one slave, living side by side in conflict from the very start. The Three-Fifths Compromise was the solution to the most difficult challenge the framers faced, how to create a single country out of people so divided on a fundamental issue. As discordant as the compromise sounds to modern ears, without it, there would have been no United States. Following his defense of the compromise, Emory President James Wagner issued an apology to his outraged critics, asking for forgiveness for his clumsiness and insensitivity. As it turns out, Wagner had nothing to apologize for. The Three-Fifths Compromise didn't deny the humanity of blacks. It affirmed it. I'm Carol Swain for Prager University. Thanks for Mm -hmm. watching. To keep our videos free... Okay, there we go. Well, if you look up
1: just look up anything, just not listen to her. Just look up the 3 three fifth compromise. And it does does not say – like I said, Brother Eric and I we did a show about this years ago. And it does not say anything or allude to us being three fifths as no human beings. Half you know, Have human, half eight, half rat, half dog. I know it don't say that, but that's not what it was about. But so we have people espousing it, and I've heard somebody even say the other day, see, it was about to compromise, but also
7: it was saying that we were three-fifths of a human.
1: That ain't what the hell it say. So they add to something that's not there. And a lot of people do that again in their speech to, um, again, play on the emotions of us as a people. Let's be factual, let's tell the goddamn truth about everything i mean if the if the European and here's again, I gotta say this for the record. this is not trying to take up a no goddamn Europeans or Caucasians, whatever they is. it's about being factual about stuff, being factual about things, brothers and sisters. This is all we can't keep going around lying and or i'm just I'm just not, i'm gonna take the lie back, take the lie part about just. Misinforming, I put it like that misinforming people uh, uh, uh and having our people uh miseducated about some things is as simple as what the three-fifth compromise was about. It's not saying that you will let you know even though they that they did look at our ancestors as chattels as property i mean have them listed as property that's true. But just that point about what the compromise was about, let's tell the truth. Yeah, they, they, they listed out people as property. That is true. But just we're just trying to clarify when we talk about the three-fifth compromise and say shit about she was a three-fifth no-human being. Then say that. So, you know, that's just something we, we, we have to make clarity on when we're trying to teach uh, or put stuff out. You know and because like people are like man white man said we were number three-fifth of a human being And you three-fifth what was you part of, what was you part of then okay if you was three-fifths of a human being you part of human what the other part are you made out of then what what is the other part you made out of if you were three-fifths of a human what the hell is the other part of you is it the ape the great ape that they talk about evolution is that the other part portion of it are you part of what Whatever you part orangutan, you part chimpanzee, you part dog. What I mean, what 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 are you made up of? Uh, if that's what they say, what were they saying you was part of? Uh, horse, rat? I mean, I mean, what was this? Come on, we have to be we have to be telling the goddamn truth about the history. You know, there's enough lies out there amongst the Europeans. We don't got damn. We don't need to be going around. Lying ourselves and or misinforming our people. Let's let's put it like that, y'all. And I keep on saying lying. That might sound harsh to some people, Uh but yeah, we we just gotta set the record straight and, and tell it like it is, man. It's, it was nobody saying you was no damn three fifth no human being, you know. But anyway, uh, trying to see what else I got on the table. You got something else? You got Dave? I can't because I'm trying to find that clip, man. I can't remember what I named the clip. With the brother on. Hmm. I can't even now, remember. I, uh, I was
9: gonna add on to something to that that you were saying. Yes. yes was sir. even when you look at Constitution, right? And you right look there. even when you look at all the signatures and stuff, regardless of what you all might say. Uh, about a lot of those presidents that, that signed that document. Uh, something that I will say about it, even when you're looking at the whole setup of slavery, even how, how the so-called white men, you know, viewed us, they were all, they were all based off Mason. All of those guys, that sign, that paper, all of them was free makes. And even when you're looking at, like, it's, even when you're looking at them labeling us that, which, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, uh, well, she, you know, that means we, uh, that he, he don't see us as nothing. Well, even we do look at how he saw us, but regardless of he saw us. He based this whole thing off of off of Mason. You really walked your ass in the Lord with a, with the rope around your neck. Yeah, that ain't that ain't that what um, they was doing when they was lynching you? Hey, and you got a lot of these black people who. Quote that statement, preached it, but then they go off and they go join a Greek fraternity and they go and say they want a doctorate, they want a bachelor they want a master's degree. What is a master's degree? The third degree out of all the degrees is a master's degree. Third degree master. That, that's what they based all all those guys that even for that, that wrote the whole thing, they based that off of Masonic, Masonic beliefs of there. The way they lynched us, the way that they even had us, even even when they were uh very what is they say, very high King than they buried him mm-hmm. and brought him back to life. And then what they said with Jesus, he died and rose again. So all those guys that signed that paper they slavery off Masonic principle. So we should not believe in that damn constitution in the damn way. Because they all going these launches. A lot of these black organizations, and they all give praise to the grand lords of England, and then they all for these damn colleges, which were founded by the same people who called yourself free people. or so, who even made that statement? Now, I'm, I'm going to put something to you. you. The reason why I brought that up and went to tie all that in there, you notice how the main the people who even quoted a lot, who brought this up, J.A. Rod, John Hilliard Clark, Dr. Yosef mm. The same guys who brought this to our kids about them saying this, they were all caught up in his damn philosophy. Dr. Bill was a damn strong, which is you say, based off of the principles of the uh Arabs in the Quran. You know, mm-hmm. that's why they use that sword on their on their face. Yep, yeah, that sword was there to kill you. So he saying so-called black scholars scholars wanna say quote, that they was crazy the other half of the damn being that they claimed that they was labeled as? So mm. we can't take a lot of those black stories in the series. So that's all I got to say about that. Yes sir. And and
1: uh it's interesting you bring the uh, – we started talking about masonry.
8: <laughs>
1: and we just having a conversation, brother. We don't have a, a foundational topic tonight. We just, you know, just throwing out, list something here, throwing out, a list something there. We just put it in the bag, shaking it up and see what comes out. And, um, again, bro, you, you, you kind of like say, going back, you mentioned something about masonry and, 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 and I hear some of them had a conversation. I would having a conversation with brother. He was saying that he didn't know. He was asking something. He met us, you know, talked to a little sister. He, he knew she was Eastern Star. He's like, man, what is that, man? And he like, I don't know I, I don't nothing about it, you know. But so he was asking me, and I was just getting a little rundown on this, some some, you know, and um, another brother he was talking to, and uh, as I was showing him, I asked him, showing him the brother thing by day about how why, I said, okay, the Eastern Star, you look at their symbol, and I said, you you see a five-point star. I Showed him a regular five-point star, and how it's turned up. The point is up. I said, now look at look at this look at this star. I said, it's turned upside down. I said, what does it look like to you? And then he like, oh, like a ram. You said, a ram. I said,
3: well, yeah, right,
1: a billy goat. Done. And I so I showed him the bottom of it. Oh day, God damn, I said boffin man I'm gonna get the day started, y'all. <laughs> yeah, i messing Uh-oh. with you day. I I'm Yo, messing Bobby, with you I you so,
8: <laughs>
1: so I showed him a picture of a the, a the goat, basically that's why I showed him the man you know, because it's both of them basically have cultic symbols. So I showed him that and I showed him, you know, a regular Billy goat now he's like, Damn man, surely. I said, So brother, why do why would you I said, you know, mostly, and they used a the goat, and mostly, you know, symbolically uh, of uh, um, dealing with pain. Ear- earlier, in earlier customs, it was dealing with pain, and then later on, it took on the um, symbolic meaning of dealing with Satan. But still, again, it's still dealing with a goat. I said, why would they turn the symbol upside down to represent a goat? I said, no, notice even too, brother. What did they say? Now they say when you look this up, they say this is just a joke. It's just a joke between Masons and some they made up. As you, brother Dave, like I'm a Mason, Dave, uh, mess with you, like, hey man, how can I, how can I join the lodge? Are oh, you ready to ride the goat? You know what? You know the goat, right? They going for the goat, but then it's so funny. I all say, oh, it's just a joke and all this shit. But then your your Eastern Star symbol is turned upside down. In the in the, in the in the form of a goat, but anyway, so you know, he went to a brother started telling the brothers and stuff that I see it and tell my yeah. He showed me this, that, another brother who was amazing, and and he said he didn't even know this brother was amazing. So he said but he did, you know, he knew. Found out later, uh, and he was like, he, he he was telling the brother he showed I was showing him he like. He said, "Ah, he said, me. He said, oh, he don't know what he's talking about. He don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> he said, and I was telling him some stuff. And I said, What well, about the Bible and all this. But this brother here is a Christian. And I was saying, yeah, they get, they're get going to go into the Bible you, but they're going to tell you, bro. I can't tell you about that. I can't go into that. And it just so happened, he said, they were doing And he's like, I can't talk on it with you, brother. You ain't no Mason. He's like, he was saying to himself, like, damn, you sure told me this shit too, bro. When he talked to me, he said, you sure told me. He said, man, God damn. I said, I'm telling you. But I said, brother, I'm, I'm trying to explain to them. I said, I'm going to tell you like this here, brother. Be honest. That thing that they're in, that was started by Europeans. I said, for me. I said, for me, because I had a brother even trying to, you know, I I used to want to get in it. But I, you know, some things I never did. And the most, high, I prevented me from getting in it for a reason. I wanted Try to uh, uh, petition. But it was always, I'm going to say the most uh, set blockers where I didn't get in it. And it was a good thing. I didn't know this now, really, when I look at it. So, but anyway, so, a young brother was trying to tell me, once I came in and recognized I'm Israel and this and that, so I had that brother, he was telling me, he joined the Prince Hall, he was talking to me, and he was like, bro, I can get you in, bro, I can get you in. I said, no, nah, bro, i am be it, bro. No, that ain't for me, bro. That ain't for me. I said, man, I'm be honest, brother. I find it disrespectful. One, and br- black brothers, they don't understand. It's something that they was that was given to them by Europeans. When y'all study the history of it and how Prince, so called Prince Hall, who was a mulatto like Obama, who was a mulatto because his daddy was an Englishman, his mother was so called black from Barbados. He right. had Englishman daddy, but that's a that's a whole other story. But anyway. Um, I said, brother, I find it, for me, I can't deal with that. I say, because I find it really offensive to me because me as an Israel, I say, man, because I don't like it, the, the one thing they play, and I, I'm using this. The Bible is dealing with a people or a nation or a heritage called Israel. Not only that, you know, before that, you know, Semitic people But then they start dealing with the Hebrews, and then, you know, that Israel started dealing with the tribes. It's all about us and and our nationality, our heritage, our culture, and our things that we went through and still going through. And for anybody, which, aka the Europeans, done, take that and formulate a fraternity or anything and make rituals and and make customs out of it to – out of our history – I said I find that goddamn offensive, and a lot of y'all, you know, they don't understand it, brother. Our brothers who are in it, they don't, they don't see it like that. I said because you know the European crafted that. Now when he take certain things from the Bible and make rituals out of it, man, that ain't no light thing for us. This is our cause. See, that's why they don't give a damn about it. And when you try to explain to them, brother, and most of them, brothers, see, they they go to church. You got a lot of Masons. And they going to church, with worshiping Jesus, but we know anyway they already lost in the sauce too anyway, bro. But like I tell them, I don't, I don't, I can't, I couldn't mess with that shit, bro. I said I'm an Israelite. He's like man, they got some Israelites in the in the lodge. I so said they ain't got no goddamn business in there anyway. They ain't got no business in there. You can't take our stuff. And this is like I said again, this is what the Europeans have done. They took that from our culture, our heritage, I'm going say Israel is African people, whatever you want, people want to say, and crafted their own fucking craft.
6: People say, well,
1: even uh, uh, Manly P. Hall talked about uh, uh, masonry is the, uh, oh, he said Egypt, he calls Egypt, is the progenitor of modern freemasonry. Well, even with that, if they say they take some stuff out of Egypt, and they utilize them, in they fought um, uh, uh, Freemasonry, he still concocted some things from our people, melanated black people, African people, whatever you want to call it, and concocted a, 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 a his goddamn fraternities and make mockery with this stuff. And I'm saying they make mockery with it because the, the rituals and shit they play with. This was a way of life for our people. These things were a way of life. So we studied it tonight in and Torah. These are way of life. These are customary things. Like we say we have to wear fringes. That's a customary thing and a dress code that we have to have as Israelites. And why do we wear our fringes? Y'all know what a fringe is the thing we at the corner of our garments that we have to wear. And it's like a it's like that like a constant reminder. You know how the thing you tie a ring around your finger? They tell you maybe tie a string around your finger so to remind you don't forget something. What the, the fringes, what we call tea sheets, that's what they're for. It's a constant reminder to remind us about the commandments.
10: It's
4: just
1: it's all basically them. It's like they're they a constant reminder remind you to keep the commandments, remind you to do the commandments. That's what it's like. It's, in other words, that's what it's like. So we have dress codes. We have customary things that we deal with. So we don't, it's, it's not a light thing that they came and made and made mockery out of it. And then again, okay, brother, I'm to say, well, we had this in Africa. No, you can't show me no goddamn lodge in Africa before the Europeans put this up. You can't show me nothing, in, nowhere in Africa. Show me in Africa, on the continent of Africa, where they had something called Freemasonry before the fucking European got it. Show it to me. Show it to me. I'll be waiting. I want to see it. Now, don't no, give me no roundabout, no, no, no name that damn assembly to it. No, we want to see here on Culture Freedom. We want to see what it was called Freemasonry, that the goddamn apron and all of this shit, just like the symbols and everything. Because you say they copied from y'all, we want to see that. Because even when y'all start y'all lodges and you said, well, we don't, we don't have the same rituals as the white man. We do so-and-so. But still, when I see you with those fucking symbols, the same suit and tie, the women with, like, them Ursa uniforms on, just like the Nation of Islam, but the same thing, look like the same thing, We y'all still had that same dress code and they had it, it looked like you mimicking the same thing. Why your symbols are not different? You might say, no, y'all, some of y'all rituals, but y'all got the same shit that they gave Prince all them. I was like, oh, don't give a fuck. What you say, give me the original that y'all had in Africa. Damn, you said, well, the white man got this. From, cause people say that the Moors taught, taught them that. Well, show me the, the original thing that the Moors had. And y'all ride with that and whatever name that the Moors had not this bullshit that the Europeans came up with in the 1700s or whenever he came up. Not that shit right there. That's why, I like my brother Mustafa uh, Mustafa Elamine. he had written two excellent books. One right here, he have uh, the book entitled African Americans and Freemasons. And basically it said why they should share the Islam, though. But he's talking about it. And even in the other one, he says... Freemasonry, ancient Egypt, and the Islamic destination. Now, he was a Muslim, now, I'll say that. But he goes into this a lot in telling our brothers and sisters why they need to get up out of that. And a lot of brothers, I'm going to have to say it, and a lot of reasons a lot of people probably got into it, because at the time, now, at probably certain times in the past, um, they did utilize it. I would say a lot of our brothers and sisters, uh, Richard Allen and uh, there's a lot of them. I can't think of everybody's names at the time. I'm talking about like during their time and on back. They probably utilized it to open doors uh, that wouldn't have been open for them at a the time. It allows for them to maneuver and make journeys in America to do things that they they probably wouldn't have been able to do. Now I'm not justifying nobody being no but I'm just just laying out some things, and it's totally different from what these guys done to doing today. Because even like we said, Richard Allen and a lot of them look what they built, and look what the the things that they done, the legacy they've done. are uh, probably under the name of that are utilizing that a lot of them. At that time, even Noble Jew Ali, even Elijah Muhammad. But today, because they talk about a Mason is supposed to be a builder, a builder. But now we know a lot of these are today. They're not in operation. They are speculative. So if you're a builder, what are they building today? What are they building like those brothers I've been mentioning, Richard Allen, and a lot of them who were Masons? What are they building for the people our people in the black community today. Hmm? What are they doing that those brothers did back then? Now, I might not like masonry and fucking with that, because I say it was something that the European gay, but they utilized it like they had open doors for themselves. So they probably couldn't have done it, you know, probably without it, maybe. Probably uh, Frederick Douglass. I'm not saying he was a mason, but I don't know he might. But what are these guys doing? A lot of them just in it, just for the namesake, so-called prestige, but there ain't no goddamn prestige. They're not building shit today. They're not truly being builders. Like even when the Europeans had masonry in America, like like Morray David was talking about earlier. What did they build? What did they build? They built this country. I'm not trying to give them no props or nothing, but we just, we have a discussion, right? So they built this country and they built, you know, they even though the Constitution was copied off of the Iroquois Confederation, their Constitution that they already have, when they had, when the United States had the Article of Confederation that was copied from the Iroquois. Uh, 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 a nation that their constitution they had, but like they were saying that they these all of those signers of the United States Constitution were Masons, majority of them. I think they said one of them was But still, again, what what were they trying to do? Build a nation for their people. A so what uh, what are these guys building? Who so-called y'all black, and you want to say, well, we need to be. This is what we need. What the fuck are y'all doing today? Hm? Besides going to your lodges, getting drunk and playing cards and space, all that old bullshit, just bullshitting around, what are y'all building for your people? Because, you know, like we see the communities. We don't see no embeddement other for the communities. We see that our communities at one time, when we knew we had a struggle, and that's something there, right? I want to get into the probably too. When we knew we had a struggle, shit, we did some things. Our people built. When goddamn it, the so-called crackers, A.K.A. Esau, Edom, whoever the uh, whatever way of y'all name you want to call them, right? Captain K, man, whatever, right? When we knew that he had his foot on our gut, now I want to use that term, uh, George Floyd, my bad. When we knew what they were doing to us. God damn it, we strived. We struggled, and we succeeded at a lot of things. When we knew we had some things to struggle for, we, God damn it, came together, and our ancestors got some shit done. But now it seems like they have told us everything is okay. We We don't struggle. We don't try to build shit no more. We just relax now. Go ahead, Chief.
9: I'm glad it's missing that, uh, that knee on George Floyd's
1: neck. Look at that knee. Re- that, 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 that. Look at that I was knee. trying not to All use right. that term, but you... Go ahead, bro. <laughs> I was trying to... You know to I, I, I'm going to let you go here. You know how they said, man, when they had that foot on our neck. That's why I said, oh, let me not say that, Nick, because George Floyd. But go ahead, bro. No, 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 I'm glad it up. that up. Even when you,
9: you, when you look at that colonoscopy, Nick. Mean. I brought up with Brittany ground earlier. Yes, so her crack spoke to South. She, she was mean for a national anthem. Mm. You know, how all these black people kneeling?
1: That's it.
9: were kneeling. They had the e door for a knee on George Ford neck. Just look at them. That's what they all They do when they take their child on they kneel mm. on their naked left knee. Go look it up. I've got Duncan ritual around right here. Yes, hell, yeah. I studied Mason, I studied nation. You know, hell, I'm going tell you something. They had that right there. That's the same thing. That's me. Oh. So, yeah. That's what they doing with the cold cops. They was kneeling there. Y'all said, y'all said, oh, do disrespectful. No. He was really taking it, showing his sincerity to the brotherhood. That's what he was doing. He was showing his sincerity when he took his solemn obligation to become a Mason. That's why he was kneeling on his knee. But our Mason, they kneel on anything on their knees, and they take their obligation. Y'all look it up. Y'all ain't like y'all. I'm going to tell you something. Masons ain't hiding shit. It's all in them books. Yeah, matter of fact, even when you see a lot of these leaders coming out with their hands in their that they sign a the code. But that, that's what they throw up when they, they, they call for sickness stress. That's the Mm. uh, uh, sign, Grand Hill sign. That's what it is when they they, they ask and they showing their brother and a brother that
8: they
0: need
9: help. They throw their hands up like that. Don't look it up. I'm going to tell you something. All that password and similar handshake, that ain't shit. (laughs) I'm going to tell you, they ain't getting us free. <laughs> you see what these shit, shit right are. Nah. Oh, all of that ass truck, jet, jack. Go oh, look up all of face, all of Pete Mason. Yep. Farrakhan Mason.
1: John Lewis
9: Mason. Yep all these brothers is in the same brotherhood. They don't want to do shit. They ain't going to do shit. long no, they getting a the little bread pump from the, from the grandmaster and, 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 and all they leaders and stuff, they're going to keep doing what they do. And I'm going to tell y'all something, for real, for real, not all Masons is rich. Huh. You got broke grow Hell Masons. No. I'm going to tell you, trust yeah, you no. got some broke-ass masons. So anybody that joined these little lodges and stuff, trust me, I've studied masons. I've been studying this thing for years. There are some broke masons. And I'm going to tell you something. You got masons out here that came to keep their buildings up. They be having, I'm going to tell you they're brothers and sisters that rent a lot of those farmers uh uh and some of the lodges out, you know, but they they a lot of the masons and strong that's how they make their money. They rent their buildings out. So when they rent their buildings out, I'm gonna tell you something. They buildings look nasty as hell.
8: <laughs>
9: trust. Trust. I'm telling you the truck. I've been to a party so that somebody had up on one of their buildings. And that's what Bill do all on the wall, I'm like, what the hell? Brothers driving up <clears throat> electric beamers and shit. They buildings that they ain't got HTM. <laughs> Trust me, they use a lot. say something. It's strange how medicine bad. Don't look this up. This ain't nothing I made up. This is real talk. She had her funeral at a Catholic church. I want y'all to go look that up. Go look it up. It's mm-hmm. on YouTube. Now, the Catholic church is a real, real of May That's where all that stuff really comes from. They are the last house and Mason is the black house, the night That's where Christianity comes from. Yes, Religion. So you yeah, the a Betty Shabbat, you know, as crazy as you, Muslim but she had her funeral at a Catholic church. Do so you know if that Catholic church is the ones that started Islam and Nazareth? So, yeah, that's all I got
1: to say. Yes, sir. And, Chief, I'm a, uh, since we on this tip, we on this road, we traveling down this path, day. You <laughs> know that's a traveling day. Go read y'all something from my brother's book. <clears throat> I'll say it again, uh, Brother Mustafa, Mustafa El Uh I, I love this book, man. Yeah, Africans, Africans, it's called African Americans, Freemasons, but it's called Why They Should Accept Islam. So now, you know, that's his thing because he's a Muslim, but we're not telling you to accept Islam. And
9: uh, with the Is
10: a lot of the a point point he was
1: making, it's a little blue book. Yeah, it's a thin blue book. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. in
9: blue one. Uh, man, that is a classic, man. Y'all yes, For all y'all brothers studying Islam, he, Mustafa El-B is a used to be an imam. I think he still is, but uh, yeah. I'm going to tell you something. I don't even give a damn. That brother is a sharp, truthful brother. Y'all go buy <laughs> his books. I don't give a damn if he's still Muslim or not. That brother is his he is nothing but 100% truth. He tells you and all his books. Yes, I sir. used to read his books. Great, great, brother. Good research, too.
1: Yes, sir. I sure got it. I sure do got it. And uh, the other one, like I said, Freemasonry, uh, Egypt and the Islamic Destination. Man, that book is, what well, is it, like a movie action pack? That book, man, goes in. He goes in. He uh, goes through the, the allegories. And, yes, sir. The yellow one.
9: Yep, he goes that's through the class. allegories
1: and everything. Yes, sir. But, yeah, I want to read this one right there, and then I'm going to bag this up. What, what he's saying, what I'm about to read, I'm going to bag this up with a 33rd degree Freemasonry. Uh, from the Scottish right side a European now. I know y'all was the well, who that. You read motherfucking European Whatever y'all got. That's who gave y'all y'all motherfucking charters and shit in it And that's who taught y'all. I'm talking about my brother's out here black Prince Hall there. That's who gave y'all y'all charter in right now. I'm gonna read something from, I know most of them ain't Scottish right. They York rights through Prince Hall, but still Let me show y'all something and bag it up. Now here we go uh, And I know like I said man See, now we got to use the white man. What is it? How he did they see the white man got to see it before they believe it? But no, his brother going to bag it up with Willie. Here's the thing right here in this book uh, on page uh, chapter 3 called The Traveling Man, but it's uh, page 18. It says, Masons and Muslims are not the same. Masons, because he was talking about Shriners, and right before that he was going into Shriners, but I'm, you know, for time's sake, I can't get into all of that too much in there. But he was saying Masons and Shriners are allowed to drink alcohol, gamble, commit adultery, eat hog, which is pig. He says act silly and act stupid. They are encouraged to lie to non-members. who, if You're not a Mason, you're non-member. He said they can profess Christianity in one place in al-islam and in another so he's like he's right so you can be a Christian profess to be a Christian but once you get to the 32nd 33rd you will start studying as a Shriner and now you will start studying a little bit about al-islam that's why he's saying that you, you profess Christianity but once you move up to those 32nd degrees now you'll be introduced to the Quran and al-islam so this is what he's saying here he says um, it says yeah, and they they encourage. He said double talk is encouraged. The doctrine of Masonry uh, con- considers all non-Masons as ignorant people. Now that's why I'm saying I'm going to get ready to bag this up. What he said: the profane, the Masonic preachers can swear on the Holy Quran in the name of Allah, then go to church and lie and deceive the people by saying Jesus is God. Hmm. Yes, sir, indeed. Let me see here. Okay, let me go and read this part before I go to Albert Pike. No, no, let me jump in Albert Pike and I'm gonna come back to this part. I'll go to Albert Pike to go into when he said that uh uh the doctrine of Mason consider all non Muslim I mean non Masons as ignorant people and profane. And he said how they lie to non members, right? Now, I read this before a little bit. Now check this out. This is Albert Pike on uh this book called Mortals and Dogmas. That basically, I would say, I guess most of the Europeans would read it, but it's something from the Scottish right side. This is what he was saying right here on page 103 uh, of Morris and Doggles under the master's degree. It says, fiction are necessary to the people, and the truth becomes deadly to those who are not strong enough uh, to contemplate it in all its brilliancy. Damn The truth, check this out, y'all. Now, don't we say, man, we got to tell our people the truth. They need to know the truth because the truth will do what? It'll set you free, right? That's supposed to be Bible, too, but anyway. Check it out. Here's what it says. The truth must be kept secret, and the masses need a teaching proportioned to their imperfect reason, Reason. Now, didn't the brother just say here they think y'all are stupid? they they like me and they, did just as you on here. They they say we are stupid. They say we are stupid. But then, didn't he just say that? He said the truth must be kept secret, and the masses needed teaching proportionate to their imperfect reasoning. Damn. Okay. If that's not enough. Let me see. I got to find another page where I had highlighted here. Okay, here we go. Uh-oh, here we go. He says, uh, let me see. Let me find exactly where I need to start. He said, Masonry, like all religions. Check it out. What do you say? Hold on. I thought he said Religion. But this is what it says. Now this is Albert this is this is a European thirty second degree mason, whose statue was in Washington, DC, right to, I think it's still there, right to this fucking very day. It says Masurit like all religions, all the mysteries, the hermetic and the alchemist. Conceals its secret from all except the adept and sages or the elect and use false in- explanations and misinterpretations of his symbols to mislead those who deserve only to be misled, to conceal the truth, which is called light, from them and to drive them away from it. Truth is not for those who are unworthy and unable to receive it, or would pervert it. Damn, here we go, last part, y'all. It says, every age has had a religion suited to its capabilities. The teachers, even of Christianity, are in general the most ignorant of all the true meaning of that which they teach. Hold on, I got to read that shit there one more time, y'all. God damn, what he, does? this is the teachers, the teachers, yeah, even of Christianity are in general the most ignorant of the true meaning of which they teach. There is no book of which so little is known as the Bible. The most who read it, it is as incomprehensible as the Zohar. The Zohar. So that that's from the Jews reader, Zohar, so y'all. You know. But anyway, European Jews I might add. It says so Mason jealously conceals his secret and intentionally leads uh uh country that mislead the people. Now goddamn now did my brother over here lie? Did my brother say that they did he lie? And when he said? Now I'm reading this straight out of a book called Mortals and Dogmas by a Fucking Mason, a thirty third degree man. He did as hell. now, no. He was old back in the days with during the slavery time and all of that shit. But this is what he said, man. And you know, we got brothers who, who, who joined the Scottish Right too. You know the Scottish Right, I don't know if y'all know Scottish Rights them don't really deal with or Prince Hall them, I would say. Brothers Masons don't really deal with Scottish rights Mason. They say they clandestine. They they not regular Masons or whatever, right? They not uh really authentic Masons, I would say. It's crazy as fuck, right? Yeah, it is. But anyway. I'm <laughs> read this part right here, this last part. Uh, he says, You have been lied to, brother. Many of our people have accepted the belief that the higher and precious knowledge can only be obtained by joining some secret society. Understand, brother, that you don't have to join the white man's secret orders to get the knowledge. The white man led us to believe that he is the foundation of which all things spring. Don't feel too proud because you are a shriner. Caucasians told you, that as a, a Freemason and a Shriner, you can travel to foreign and distant land. He leads you to believe that you can go anywhere on this earth and be accepted. That is a lie. The majority of the Muslim countries reject and forbid or Shriner. Uh Let's see, did I have anything outlined here? This is, um, in fact, in some places, your very life would be threatened if you acknowledge yourself as a Shriner. Why? because the shrine organization is viewed as a mockery-making an underhanded organization. In fact, if the majority of good Christians knew the language of the shrine, they would also reject it outright. Brothers, you are playing a dangerous game. You should break your oath. Now, he, here he's saying you should break your oath and accept the Islam. But he was basically talking to the Shriners on this right here, because that's why I even say it again. Now, notice he was saying that, and make a mockery on Christ basically on Christianity. If you, if they knew it, he it says, okay, making a mockery on the underhanded religion. In fact, the majority of good Christians knew the language of the, the Shriners. They rejected outright. Mm-hmm. That's why I say it again: us as even Israelites, right, who really know what the Torah and in the in, in the heritage, of what that uh, the Torah or the Tanakh we say is about. That's why we would say that, that, that shit is really, man, offensive towards us. We're just saying offensive. I'm really I – mean, we shouldn't respect it. shouldn't even have nothing to do with that shit. It's just like really a, a Muslim, you know, somebody who in Islam shouldn't even respect none of them as a shrine because, again, I remember me with that when I was in Islam because they make mockery of your – Something you were part of, and you is based you based your life of. But our story as Israel, because this truly is a nationality, a heritage, a people. It's not a Harry Potter book where somebody who just made this stuff up, man. Hell no. They got people in Africa right to this day. Y'all might just say, "Well, y'all people in America, but y'all just making this shit up." But what about the people in Africa, the Limba and the uh, all of these nations in Africa? The um, Beta Israel, which I'll call a lot of the Ethiopian, as they say, Ethiopian Jews. What about them? They making this stuff up? They making it up too? Hmm? They, are they trying to steal somebody else's identity? Like, you know, we did a show, a class, uh, uh, Brother Moray, and we did a class, you know, how do we know? Oh, what think we did it on here. I'm not sure. Uh, we do so many on different things. How do we know that we truly are Israelites? What makes black people really think they're Israelites? I know they're Israelites. Now, because those limbo y'all studied the Beta Israel, the people from Ethiopia, they have been practicing and studying that same tradition, and it goes back, like I said, thousands of years. I think somebody had said, damn near what? Um, I don't know about two, damn near three thousand years. Y'all think this stuff just, just, just some recent because of Christianity, right? No, this thing is old as I don't know what. Y'all think just Israelites and things because they printed out the Bible? You just think this just popped up? A uh, hundred years ago, two hundred years ago, hell no. This is we talk about thousands of years ago. Even the Caucasians that's over there in Israel today. Even if we go back to the Belfort, Belfort Confederation, what was that nineteen sixties or whatever it was when they started talking about they recognized them as Israel. But those people, those Caucasian Jews or so called Jews, was over there. They've been in there for thousands of years. Thousands of years, because we have been gone, the true Israelites, black Israelites, what we call black. We ain't not really say black, but for clarity, to out of my understanding, the real Israelites who were the black man and woman were been gone out of Israel, been gone, scattered, moved, got the hell out because of certain captivities and wars with Rome and things of this nature, got the hell up out of there. You know, some history, how can go back to 70 A.D., some had been scattered before then. Went into Ethiopia, I mean, went into yeah, what they call Ethiopia, uh, Kushland, uh, uh, Egypt, or or Kemet, and even went went and went far as West Africa. Then gone. So you can look at some of the Limba and people of that nature, the Eboes, or the Ebo people, they, and they'll tell you, we've been here for thousands of years in the West Coast, thousands, probably a thousand years over here in the West Coast. So y'all, this, this shit ain't just happening, man. Y'all think this is a fairy tale that what 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 the Israelites y'all see brothers on the corner and whatever they're saying, but they're saying like on, right here on blog talk, wherever we at on YouTube, they think we just making this stuff up. People said that we're trying to gravitate to a an identity, you know, that white people have. You got to study the history and understand the true history. We they gravitated to our teaching and having our culture. They got they're living what they say, they live living our life. They're living our life. Again, we like we we was discussing, they, they don't call themselves Israelites, they call themselves Israelis, even though we know these are a modern English names. But still, again, they do not say they are Israelite. They say they are Israelis. Totally different. Y'all don't hear me say this several times. Or they say they're Jews. Y'all don't understand this terminology, man. And so, but yeah, this thing is is is, is deep, brothers, even with this major, this society, give them back their shit. And excuse my language on Shabbat night. But we have to come back into our own. And number one is oh that I brought this coming back into our own. Y'all heard me say this before, too. I was talking to one of my coworkers, and he liked Bobby Hemmett. He's a mason, by the way. <laughs> and he was studied Bobby Hemmett. He used to talk about, hey, he liked Bobby Hemmett, and he always watches videos. And even somebody he'd been watching Brother Panic uh, as well. But y'all know Panic was a student of Bobby Hemmett, right? so he said he'd been watching panic and i mean bobby him i mean yeah panic and all of this he hadn't too much been watching bobby Hemett lately and then he just brought up brought up this and we started talking about bobby Hemet. uh i said man yeah i ain't heard enough from yeah, uh you know ray has been hearing from bobby he said yeah you know we remember he had that stroke and i was like yeah i remember that and then he brought this up y'all and y'all heard it on Culture Freedom, though. Y'all been listening to Culture Freedom a long time. Y'all heard this. Somebody said this before on Culture Freedom. I ain't going to say no name. Not no props or nothing, but somebody said this before. My brother said, well, you know, people saying, man, that they will need Bobby Hemming. You know, Bobby Hemming be calling on all these different deities and these different gods, man. These Greek gods, the Hindu gods, the this god. And they saying man, Bobby Man will probably mess around with these different gods, man, and that would cause them probably open up and mess them up. I wonder what I want have wonder what that said before. Okay, I tell you, y'all. Remember I said that before, and it ain't no trying to be no prat on the back say, see, I said it. It ain't none of it like that. But this is what we're telling you as well. You don't come into your own. It's what we're saying. And I and I and I like I, said, I can't prove that, y'all. That was just something I was saying because what I was looking at cause I remember I used to listen to him Hemid. People saying this is our God. See, the Kali Kalima and uh 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 Vishnu and Shiva, they was actually a black God, man. You know, them our God. See, you are you trying to put black on every motherfucking thing. Excuse my French. Trying to make everything like it was us because somebody had dark skin, melanated whatever, like that's us. Because of the skin, like, what if they, uh, uh J.A. Rogers, color, uh, uh, uh what's that? Nature Knows No, uh, damn, I got the book over there. I can't even remember the title. Nature Knows No Color Line. Um, but anyway, third spirits. Y'all don't think the spiritual thing is real. You you keep playing, play with it and see. If you don't think this shit is real, play with it and see. The spiritual thing is real. Spirits are real. is mm. I don't know, bad forces, bad energy, negative forces, demonic, whatever the hell you want to call. That is real. This shit is real. So anyway, messing with things that's not of your bloodline. That's why, the, you know, to not tell us, mess with these people outside your bloodline. Because it said one thing, it was take you away from the most high. They will have you worshiping this, have you worshiping that. Certain things like energies and spirits you shouldn't mess with because it does not belong to you. And I said, like Bobby Hammond, again, he was calling on, like, he, remember, he do all this stuff to the Reachers, he'll call out any goddamn body, every damn deity that he can think of. And see, what happened, you open yourselves up to a lot of things, something you shouldn't, don't open yourselves up to. And I go back to all, and I'm telling one of my coworkers, he he was asking me about Mazer. I said, man, so I don't dip and dab and and dabble in a little bit of this and a little bit of that, brother. I said, man, I, I, I even, you know, used to um, look at free, I mean, not free, Man, I used to even look at some things about Satanism, brother. I said, not so I could become a Satanist. I said, but because I was, you know, studying Islam at the time, and I'm always hearing, you know, the Bible and the Quran talk about Satan, 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 this that, another, and Christian church talk about Satan, Satan. So I'm like, okay, I understand who God is. So I'm like, damn, okay, I want to know, who is this Satan? Is this Satan really real? So I started studying and reading books and watching videos and all this stuff on Satanism, not knowing, you know, even though I wasn't getting deep in trying to get into you no know, rituals, but just reading all that shit, man, and getting into a lot of cultic shit that I was started studying on. I even reading some uh, Madame Blavatsky and all of this shit about occultism from Madame Gubbsky and all of this shit. I never did do Alice Crawley. Brothers, I'm telling y'all, I was, I can truly say today. Now, now I'm a little bit mature in my understanding and things. I was opening. I had opened myself up to some goddamn demonic spirits or something, some entity, entities. Man, I'm telling you, and then once I, when I realized it, now let's stop reading all that shit, studying on that shit, they left me alone. I'm telling you, I, I used to always have them goddamn dreams, like you said, what they call like, you got a witch ride in your back. Uh, seeing the what they call the little black man with the the black man standing in your room and shit like that. I always You're had dreams. That, somebody yep. I had that I did the, the black man, the shadowy man trying to kill you and shit. Man, brother, I had I'm, that too. I'm, I'm telling you, I had a lot of shit. I've always had the money shit happening to me. Shit be in the house, hear shit in the house. I mean, I had a lot of demonic um, experiences. I would say some of them were so too. crazy. It, it, I don't even, I don't even want to go into it to talk about it. it. Was some of them so fucking crazy, and uh, not crazy, but some of them were so. I had to leave a lot of this shit alone. I've just said that, man. So I know you can't. A lot of shit you got to leave alone. Like I, said, I remember, even Doctor York was, you know. How, you know, classes. He was talking about how we open ourselves up. So, where you open yourselves up? Like I said, number one, you talk about in the, in the Quran, not not the Quran. The Bible speaks about you can drink, ain't no problem. You can take a little sip, use a little wine and whatnot. But we're 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 told do not get drunk. Now, I remember Dr. Yogi was saying that going into that. When you get drunk and real intoxicated you can open yourselves up to these different beings or, you know, these, what they call disenchanted souls or whatever spirit that roam this earth. And like I said, that's why we tell y'all, man, and know that they call it. You can get, just, just go down the street, be under the, get drunk, real drunk, or get you some weed, be smoked the fuck out. Excuse my friend. I keep saying it, y'all. Let me slow down. Get some weed, get smoked the hell out. Of you high as hell. Don't y'all do this for real now. I'm just saying, if you've done this. Police pull you over and some they might ask you, sir, ma'am, are you under the influence of anything? Well, I had a couple of beers. I had some whiskey. I had some cognac and so on. So, knows the word, though. Are you under the influence? Influence. So when you are uh, uh, under these, you do, be, you sometimes become or allow yourself. To be influenced by some of these spirits y'all might think I'm talking crazy y'all might think some region lost his goddamn mind but all y'all don't just lost his fucking mind but I'm telling you there is a lot of things you have to be careful about opening yourselves up to and this spirit world is a bad mother sucker now y'all think bang cuz y'all see some movies exes. you think that's Hollywood shit for real no there's a lot of brothers as you see on these streets they walk around, maybe talking to themselves and doing some things out here. Oh man, it's a crack that crack got them fucked up, man. It's crack that crack making them do that. That was a that was a way to open them up. something inhabited them. A lot of people are, are really demonically, I'm gonna use the term, demonically possessed, man. These some things have truly inhabited them. And took over their lives, messed them the hell up. Just messed them the hell up.
9: Can I say and something thinking, too? Go
7: ahead, brother. Go ahead.
9: I, I'm glad you said something to them too, cause I'm gonna tell you something. While we talking about them drugs night, you know night. George night. Clinton, the, the people. uh guy. The man after you know how he said he how he got all that, that them songs written. He said he was high on drugs. So all yeah. that stuff, you know, a lot of these that with all that stuff about the mothership, he said he was, he was when he would get high, he would see stuff mm. flying in the air. So yeah, I'm, I just throw that in now. I'm glad you bring since we talk about drugs tonight. George Clinton said all the little good songs, the Aqua Boogie, the mothership. He said all that all he said mothership next all that stuff. He said he wrote all that stuff. and He got all that stuff. And he said he would see these things. He said he would, he said we he wrote Aqua Boogie, he would actually he would actually He was underwater, and he would think he was swimming. He said, "But that was only when he would get high." Mm. So yeah, you ever heard? So y'all just know the name uh, G.
1: Craig Lewis. Go ahead, Dave.
9: Yeah, I've heard of
1: him. Man, what you what you what you brought up a few minutes ago? uh about since he was making these songs on the influence, like I said, when he was at, and he was opening this stuff up. And see, this was, oh, shit, I hope this is it. I got to get this one here, bro. I got to get I don't know if this one is or not. I'm going to download this one right fast. I want you to because I hope this was it because he was talking about Michael Jackson, G. Craig Lewis, and he was talking about, I don't know if this is it. I, let me see, can I test it right fast? And uh maybe I can I'm gonna try to get this one. If this one, I hope this one, because he was talking about Michael Jackson in that song "Man in the Mirror" and how he was came up. Let me see. I don't know if this is it. I'm trying to see y'all right fast. My bad. This is it. This is it. Okay, let me me pull it up. We got to download it for a second. It's gonna take me a little minute. Uh, But anyway, he was talking about Michael Jackson and how he was getting those songs like Man in the Mirror and all that. Yeah, check out, man, a brother named G. Craig Lewis. His thing is called, his YouTube channel is X Ministries. X Ministries, G. Craig Lewis. I'll I send it to you, uh, day. uh Let me see. i pull up my thing right fast. I hate I just can't play it like the
7: regular way. But, yeah,
1: anyway, man. And what we it's like what we're talking about now, man. See a lot of these people, man, you realize don't realize a lot of the things how they had to channel and all oh, since we're talking about channeling. Bobby Hem them used to say that shit all the time. That stuff all when we was on uh, when he was not we, but it was so I wonder if she's still on. I think she's still on Blog Talk. I don't know, it's been a long time. When I first started on Blog Talk, she used to be on here. Uh her name was Miss Blue. That's when I Ms. Bobby Heming used to be on there. That's when b- a Blog Talk was really popping back then. Blog Talk was really popular. And before the YouTube was really just popular and everybody wasn't on the YouTube. But anyway, she had a show and there Bobby Heming used to be on, and Bobby Heming was always talking about channeling. Like, just say when Michael Jackson died. And he did because he, he said that, and a Panic would say that. Well, I channeled Michael Jackson and so-and-so. He told me this, that, and another. He was talking about channeling. Y'all, have, I know some of y'all ever heard about channeling, and he was talking about that, and he mentioned that. They channeled Michael, Jack, And damn man, everybody that damn man like, died at that time. He will say he channeled them. He was channeling them, man, and talking to them, and they was coming to him and all of this type of stuff. That's why I said, man, the brother, man, was opening himself up to a lot of stuff, because even going back to Bobby, him, I mean, uh, Dr. York, right fast, right, just loading up. She'll be ready in a couple of minutes, about a minute or so. Like, like I said, Bobby was, like I said, didn't talk about all this channeling. And like Dr. York was saying about this Ouija board. Like, you might be messing with the Ouija board and thinking that you're trying to reach your grandmama, right? And you're trying to, you know, you're thinking it's grandmama. And it's and these spirits will be talking to you, about to talk to you and making you think that they your grandmama and you, you communicate back and forth with them through the Ouija. Oh man, I finally contact grandmama. And they said that you you open up like this portal. And once you let that, that, that spirit in, you don't really know who they are. They just, you know, pretending they're your grandmama. You let that spirit in because you, they there. You don't know. But you're just thinking this spirit is your grandmama. And you, you open that portal up and you don't know what the hell you letting out. And once you won't let them out, that portal, they in there, they out there. And that's why people have been playing dead with the Ouija board. They try to hear up and get rid of them goddamn Ouija boards.
3: And I, I cause, you know, some white
1: guys at work they were telling me about a Ouija board they had on that job. Some people had years ago they were playing with a Ouija board high as hell, playing with a Ouija board and they said that building up there where we work at they be talking about how if you come in that motherfucker in the morning, don't know about to do it no more because the the company that was in there too kinda of switched over. They said, man, he's been there by himself two and three in the morning working and be hearing shit like in another room. It's like people are like they having a party over there talking. And dude's like, hey, I know I'm in this room by my goddamn cell. They go over there and see because it's not like people in there talking and shit. So they go over there and look. Nobody over there. But he's like, he you know he by himself in the building. So they said, one mechanic, he was sitting there. He had a, he had a wrench. He had the wrench sitting there. And then he heard the noise, so he went over there and try to see what was going on, looking. So he came back. The wrench he had just had was gone. He's like, oh, wait a minute, hold up now. What a goddamn wrench. And then he said, like, he went back to go see that he leave it over there. He came back. The motherfucker was right there in the same place. So there's a lot of men, a lot of guys, older guys, don't about to do it now because everybody come in at the same time. But people instead said they have had some experience with, with spirits, because they said that Ouija board that them people we used to play with, they was getting high and shit, playing with that board. They said they finally got that Ouija board, and they took them motherfucker. against the woods back there behind our shop. They took it way back there in the woods and buried that motherfucker. And that's what people be trying to say about them. We, they be trying to get rid of it. and get. i dumped the garbage one time, and i seen one of them. I hear up, boy. I tried to hear up and run that motherfucker up. I said, like, oh, hell no. <laughs> but I got the clip loaded, man. Let me see if I can play this one right fast you talking about Michael Jackson. I don't know if it's the original one I wanted to hear, but uh we're gonna see. I think I think 50. Oh, yeah.
10: It's get so clear for the
1: mission, right. you know <laughs> All right, now here comes the, come the original part right here.
10: But I can't close this out with, without talking about the King of Pop. Oh, I need a little time. But what... What my studies on this man has done is really summed everything that I've been preaching for the last 10 years up in the one person. On the surface, people cried and wept and mourned. Churches celebrated and wore glove and sung. They sung his songs, and they didn't know that they were celebrating the most powerful Nephilim our music industry has ever seen. This ancient God that was in this man literally stole your heart with his music. When he transformed himself into a woman, he didn't care. He stole your heart. when child molestation charges were brought up against him, you knew they were false because he stole your heart. When he bought the Beatles anthology so he could channel Alistair Crowley through it, he stole your heart. When he practiced witchcraft and became one of the most powerful channelers that we've ever seen, ever. Because when I look at Michael Jackson, I see artists that sell a few thousand, maybe even a million albums. And these guys destroy themselves. These guys sell themselves. These guys channel spirits, pray to Aleister Crowley, all of that. And I looked at him and I said, if they do all of that for a million records, what does it take to become the king? King of the devil's music. I'm going to show you. First thing Alistair Crowley teaches you in the 777 is to channel a powerful entity. Most of the time you get it out of a child. We'll talk about that later. But when this entity comes upon you. So what he did, he went and found the worshipers of Sibyl. Or we would say Sabel. Sabel was an ancient goddess. So those men that worshiped Sabel were different. They were called Corybants. Now you've heard the term, man, you're acting like a Corybant, or you're acting Corybantes, which means wildly. But the group of men that cloned this phrase were worshippers of this goddess. Oh. Sibel. Sibel. And let me describe these to you. Now these are some notes from any old encyclopedia. Coribantes. they had their hair dressed and waved like women. They were heavily made up with their faces resembling whitewashed walls. They were castrated and keepers of children and infants partaking in coming-of-age rituals and celebrations. They practiced magic and divination to make money. Listen to this. They made wild cries or high-pitched shrills while they performed their dances to the music of pipes and dull beats of the tamarind. Listen. When the deity or the gods would enter into them, they were possessed by divine power. They would dance uncontrollably in ecstatic frenzy. Here are some pictures just so you can get a good look. And I'm not, listen y'all, please be serious with me. This is not funny at all. This man died in this, okay? This is not funny. But he literally got put on out magazines But just as like Michael, the archangel, I mean, the Bible says that we were made in God's image and his likeness. So our look is not far from God's look. But right here, they've got Michael and trying to make you think this is like Michael, the archangel, some seductive looking angel because he kept his face in an ambiguous fashion where he really was genderless. Cory Ponce. Let's go through some of his songs so you can kind of hear his signals because they always have to signal you. We are the world. There's a line in we are the world that is so demonic it's hard to believe that folks sung this in their churches in celebration to Michael Jackson. And it's down here. Michael wrote this part. It says, send them your heart. So they'll know that someone cares. Y'all know. And your lives will be stronger and free. Y'all remember that? Then he says, As God has shown us, by turning stones to bread, if Jesus had obeyed Satan, and turn stones to bread, all of us would be lost right now. Folks didn't even get it. They waiting for me to finish the song. (laughs) Here is a song where he's describing the Nephilim spirit in him. And telling you that the end is near. This is a song called Another Part of Me. There he is dressed up like evil Maria in the same thing like Beyonce wore. He said, we're taking over. We have the truth. This is the mission to see it through. Don't point your finger. Not dangerous. This is our planet. You're one of us. Okay, it sounds like he's talking something friendly or whatever. But listen, we're sending out a major love. This is our message to you. The planets are lining up. What does it mean in astrology? What does it mean in Greek mythology? What does it mean in the Mayans and the Sumerian cultures? All of these different cultures. What does it mean when the planets line up? That's the day that Nimrod comes and takes his throne and finishes the Tower of Babel, the uncapped pyramid. They are all in line waiting for you. Can't you see you're just another? says in this song. Nasty boogie bugs me like somebody has drugged me. The spellbound rhythm gets on my feet. I changed my life completely. I seen the lightning leave me. And my baby just can't take her eyes off me. Look, the magic mu- music moves me. That dirty rhythm grooves me. The devil's got into me with his dance.
1: That's not the actual one I want. It's no. It's a part two. Y'all kick it. It's called The Truth Behind Hip Hop 5 Michael Jackson. There's, there's another one, though, where he goes into, and I got to listen to that one tonight. I got to find that one. Uh, I know when he had time, because it was like 9 for my like 9.35, my time. We got 23 more minutes, so I could find it. But I, I wanted to go into the one where he was talking about Michael Jackson, the one about... The mirror magic. That's the one I really wanted. Well, he ain't talking about Michael Jackson and the mirror magic. Y'all know anybody who deals with the cultism? Y'all ever heard them talk about mirror magic? Y'all ever heard anybody say something about magic dealing with mirror? Man, That's the one I wanted him to pl- uh, talk about. And like I said, I have to find it. Okay, here it is. It's like seven minutes. Damn, I wish this thing would play. Uh, the regular way. Let me try this one more time, man. Cause I wish that we all we can hear that one without me downloading this. Uh, but I know it's gonna break up, though, but cause I I, I want to hear this one again. I want y'all to hear it. We can hear it together. Let me test, let me test my mic. Okay, let see. I'm full of funky fever. A fire
10: inside. Boogie gave me in a super trance. On a boogie. Quincy Jones said when he finished this song, he couldn't stop dancing. He ran out in the street and he danced
0: uncontrollably. Oh, I'm not done. I haven't even started. There were three ways Michael Jackson would get his songs. Got to hear this part. This is what led to Michael Jackson. They come talk to me about about getting some information from the Holy Ghost. Yeah, I'm
9: here. Hey, yeah. you are breaking up me. Yeah,
1: you breaking up a lot. I'm Clip. Clip, the clip breaking
9: up? You and the clip breaking up. Okay.
7: No, nah, it was just you. It was just the clip, in my opinion.
1: Uh, well, no, nah, I was just trying to make sure. Hell, if it was just me breaking up, I ain't going to worry about it. But, yeah, it won't let me do it like that. I had to download to do it. Damn, man, I wanted to out of here. But he's been going go how he to got up. his music. Uh, they trying
9: to not
1: uh, true. Well, you know, it, I've been having problem with this mic on. on I don't know why blog talk won't. My mic I use, my studio mic, it won't let me do it on blog. So I can do talk shoot with no problem. I'm gonna see if I download it right fast. I can do talk shoot with no problem with this mic set up, but for some reason blog talk won't won't let me use this mic set up. That's why I had to use this Bluetooth. I'm trying to download it right fast. That's like seven, because he's going to get ready to go into my, how Michael Jackson got his music. It's interesting, man. You know, some people might like, ah, oh, that's bullshit. But, okay, well, he we says bullshit. It's but, you know,
7: because, sorry. go ahead.
1: Go ahead, Mike. No, Talk about I'm doing it, brother. So, go
7: ahead. Yeah, because Michael Jackson, like, the, the pastor might say this or that about a different song or something, but Michael Jackson did not write um, that song. We um we are the world. Which one? He didn't he didn't write We Are the World. He 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 was a part he, he wrote his part and everybody kinda like Lionel Richie was in on it, writing the you know, make coming up with the lyrics and um who else was? Um Diana Ross and them and Michael and a few, it was a whole lot of people. I mean, they they came together on that one. You can't say one person wrote the whole We Are The World. I
1: don't think he said that he wrote it, but I mean, he was just quoting the lyrics out of it.
7: But still, again, yeah, you know, you got what? all of them that's
1: into the music. They all, hell, still, a lot of them are still into a lot of this shit. You know, like yeah, but that, that, Z, Z, pastor all Mr. All
7: that. that pastor missed the point. That pastor missed the son all right? Like, when the man said... When um when I guess it was when Jesus turns the stone to bread, right, mm-hmm. and uh, we can all just lend a helping hand. It's like when he was comparing that in the song and comparing what Jesus did to you doing something by helping out in Africa and, and and you know everybody do something for for Africa at that time. So you know now like you- it was. So now, but you
1: missed the point. I, even though I'm not a New Testament person, but you missed it. That's the part when Joseph, so-called, so-called Jesus, was on the on the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights, and he was, you know, so-called fast and had eight. and 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 Satan told him, according to this story, turn these stones into bread. But he told him thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God, and so-and-so, so-and-so. Like, other word, hell, no, nah, get away. So this but but, but but notice what he said that song said, and they turned stones okay. to bread. So he did not—so basically, he did what Satan—he's saying that he did what Satan told him to do. Even though we're not Christians, but that, you, you missed the part where
7: he was talking about it. You had to okay. know that. I early. might have. I might have, but I think that overall— that that whole thing was, like, you know how you say you got to look deeper into it? So, like, if he fed the multitudes with how many pieces of fish or whatever, you know, like, the you got to see the whole thing about what it is. It's like, okay, of course he probably ain't, definitely ain't turned no stone to bread, but to make something hard, something that's a hard thing, and to be able to do something and turn nothing into something for people, then that was a work of a miracle. You but know? no, brother, you
1: you you still ain't getting it. The point was, as as that what it's showing you for that. Ma- my ma- Jackson,
9: nobody taking up for.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. I got the clip. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go and play the clip right. It's seven minutes, mm-hmm. so that we give us some time to talk. Right, fast. Mm-hmm. Let
7: me play the clip. It's like seven minutes.
1: We're gonna give us give us some time Fine. to right. talk. Let's do it.
7: Let's do it.
1: Sure. Because I ain't on blog talks. I mean, uh, talk shoes. They ain't going to bait the baggers up. The kitchen's up. Hey. They don't believe it.
10: There you go. I'm full hey. of funky hey. fever. A fire burns inside me. Boogie got me in a hey. super hey. trance. Blame it on the Boogie. Quincy Jones said that when he finished this song, he couldn't stop dancing. He ran out in the street and he was dancing uncontrollably. Oh, I'm not done. I haven't even started. There were three ways Michael Jackson would get his songs. You've got to hear this part. Because I believe this is what led to Michael Jackson's death. hope they come talk to me about it, because I'll give them some information from the Holy Ghost. I don't need a forensic scientist. Look at somebody and say, all you got to do is ask God. God laid this out to me as plain as day. The three ways Michael Jackson got his songs. The first way, Michael Jackson said, he told Martin Brashear on an interview that he would climb a tree called the Given Tree, Tree of Knowledge. Tree of Knowledge. He climbed this tree, and he would get his songs. Second way... Alistair Crowley said in his book, 777, that he had a room of mirrors, and if you look into a mirror, you can look into yourself, and you can channel the spirits of those that were before you. He's really saying that those that may have molested you or those that may have taken from you, you can bring them back and ask them to be your guide and tell you why they did what they did to you. So Michael Jackson created a mirror, a room of mirrors that he could go in and channel spirits. And Michael Jackson chose a specific spirit. He says this. He says, I have my own secret room with a moving wall and mirrors, okay? Same room that Alistair Crowley had. He says, this is where I talk to Liberace. I hear his voice in there. I feel his presence so very close to me. He's like my guardian angel. He even gave me permission. To record his title, I'll Be Seeing You. That's in the psychic news in 1987. Liberace? Homosexual. Flamboyant homosexual. You challenge, channel the spirit of the most flamboyant homosexual of our time. And the third way is the way I believe Michael Jackson died. He said that his. Best songs came in dreams. Michael Jackson would channel Morpheus, the god of dreams, who studied under Serapis Bay. Serapis Bay, Ser, Serapis Bay is the image that Catholics use as the image of Christ, but it's not. He has the Rob the Sun guy behind his head. He looks just like Christ, but it's not. Just like Samarimus and Nimrod, that whole thing I told you about earlier. But he was an Egyptian incarnated god, so he would channel those spirits. He also channeled the spirits of Hypnos and Thanatos. Hypnos is the god of sleep. Thanatos is the god of death and their brothers along with Morpheus. Now what becomes very dangerous about what Michael was doing, if you read, Michael Jackson would sleep sometimes three and four days at a time because he was trying to get hit songs. He even said one time that he couldn't go to sleep. He said a spirit told him that if he did not get to sleep to get this song, the spirit is going to give it to Prince. This is where the rivalry between him and Prince birthed in the 80s, if y'all remember that. But Michael needed to sleep. So they began to sedate him heavily so he could sleep the amount of time he needed to sleep to get his. But a 50-year-old body... Trying to do a world tour, hungry for the next hit song, The Right Dosage. I know some people are saying, well, you haven't really convinced me. I'm about to. Michael Jackson had two albums that told everything that he was doing. The first album he had that I'm going to show you. Is his history album. He built a statue of himself like Nebuchadnezzar because that Nephilim spirit in him wanted to be worshipped. But if you zoom into his arm, there's a number on his arm. And that number is 777. Alistair Crowley's book. 777, quabalistic writings, channel Nephilim spirits for fame. Get your songs from the devil. And we as a church cried and wept. Me and my wife was in Chicago when Michael Jackson died and turned on the TV. And sweet Holy Spirit Church in Chicago came on TV and said, we're going to have a memorial service for Michael Jackson. The whole church wore one glove. The choir wore one glove. And they began to have altar call doing man in the mirror. In the church, (laughs) worshiping Michael Jackson in God's house,
9: a channeler of Nephilim.
10: What are our young people supposed to think when they're wrestling in the bed with stuff in the middle of the night? Night crawlers creeping in their room and sending signals and messages in them. And we as a church
7: That's it.
1: All right, that's it. And before we go into overtime, I didn't I didn't get a chance to record uh the bag up over uh 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 damn, to bag it up on uh talk shoe. So just in case we go over, I'm gonna just record it a little bit on dash of catch whatever we do talk talk 'cause I, I know Justice wanna go in. He wanna uh probably defend Michael a little bit behind that. <laughs>
7: well, let me just because I don't got I can't talk long I'm still on the clock so anyway yeah, yeah. Uh, let me just comment on that like the preacher he he he's being extra critical of me now I, you can look around and point to different churches do different things even the Kanye West thing like what's what's that all about you know and then Beyonce they be worshiping her like she's like a god. So it's idol worship mm-hmm. because those are idols. Like, those people are idols. Michael Jackson was an idol. But that doesn't mean that you're supposed to worship him. I enjoyed Michael Jackson's music. I enjoyed Jackson's five. I enjoyed to hear different music from Michael. Like I didn't like all of Michael Jackson's songs. Like If he had an album, I might like two or three or four songs. He ain't the type of artist I like every single song. So I just respect the artist. I respect his his growth from being a kid starting out. And, you know, he went through his thing being in white America about his, he had a complex about himself and his nose being too big. And, you know you know, according to the way whites look at us or how we think they do or however, whatever it is. And even he wanna lighten his skin up and and you know, these things it's like it's a psychological thing. When you got all this money, you might be willing to go ahead and go from black to white and make a song talk about it don't matter if you black or white. Because, you know, it's like you living here in this society and even if he rich as heck, rich as he could be, it's still things that plague him because of him being a black man anyway. Like, he bought all the Beatles catalog, he bought Elvis Presley stuff, he did all this stuff. And then they still was able to make him change a lyric in the song. Like, when he said something about the Jews, they all, you, guys, you can't say that. And he had actually changed, like, they just made Beyonce change something. So the point of the matter for me is the the, the pastor... Is, is is he's right in in one in one sense about, okay, yeah, they shouldn't be in church with a glove and, and, and having the Michael thing. Like, you're going to do something for Michael, do that on his birthday, or, you know, like, okay, yeah, we honor this great entertainer that he was, you know, a great person. Like, even Aretha Franklin, she was buried in the church I grew up in, okay? She didn't go to church all the time. She made worldly songs. She made all kinds of songs, but she still remember her roots, and she was respected by the church and respected by people, no matter if she went and made worldly music, the people in the church still willing to honor her and bury her there. And, you know, at the church, you know, so if the pastor is trying to say something like Michael Jackson got his stuff from the devil or he did all this stuff, he wasn't with Michael Jackson or Quincy Jones or none of them. He just saying what he thinks or what he believe in his own mind. He don't have no documented proof to say that they actually got their music somehow from Alex Crawley or whoever the hell whoever the hell, right? So no. I don't buy with the pastor saying so much because Michael Jackson he he is he's in the category of his own, like they call him the king of pop, like anybody else can be the king of pop. He got that, whatever that is, that's his thing. So, he was the greatest entertainer. Like nobody can dance like him still. Like people still try to entertain him. He was the baddest, like one of the baddest dancing dudes, entertaining dudes, and ever that existed. Like there's a lot of them that was out there, but Michael was up the top. Like top five entertainers of all time in the black category or, you know, like all our people Mike, he going to be right up there in the top five. It's not number one. So I don't buy into that. He got his stuff from the devil or whatever. Like he come up with stuff because his lifestyle was way different than like a normal child. Like once he got eight or nine (laughs) or 10, he's going all over the world. Like, and he had to grow up fast. Like he developed his his thoughts in a different way. Like so, he might yeah might have, but he still had like child like thoughts were kind of that kind of mindset. Like where you know he still want to have uh, uh he want to have a uh, six uh, flags in his in, you know on his property. You know like with all these rides, and then he want animals, and you know he like all these type of. uh different things like he bought all these um he bought all kinds of like <laughs> furniture and everything that's worth so much money so and so i don't know it's like when you rich like that though man it, it, you even you cheap rabbi you would probably paint yourself probably beige or white too if you had all that money and you was entertaining and, 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 and white society was beating you down it was like you can't be a black Hebrew, Israelite, you gotta be a white one. And then you'll probably just go get some uh, bleach and cream and put it on yourself all over your body. Like Michael Jackson, he kind of slept in the beach, bleach baths or something I heard, right? <laughs> like, he <laughs> mm-hmm. got so much to say about him what he did. Like, you don't, if you trying to appease white people and that's your thing, then you will do. You go to the extreme to appease, to appease white people because you think that they're better than you, or somehow you bought into the idea that they saying that black people are inferior to them. So the only way to be um, to be the same on their level is to be their same color. So people people think if they change their color that they could be accepted by white people even more. Even if they only can lighten their skin even more, like if they was real dark and they can lighten their skin a little bit, then they think that, okay, the white man going to respect them more because they not as black as they used to be. And so they keep doing it. And then they say, oh, I got alopecia. And they got all these spots all over their hands because they had that product on their hand. They put that product on their eyes, on their face. Then they got the left them on there too long. And then they start bleaching their skin out and and really making it look white and black. And then it still, then it just go, it get worse after that. Because, you know, put this product on you, trying to whiten your hands. You don't like your hands. They look dark. Or you think your eyes look too black. Or you think your face is too dark. Then you put this stuff all over your face. Then you see these people walking down the street. They got black and white face. And then they blame it on alopecia, when the reality more than life, they put that bleach on their stuff, on their hands, and all this stuff. A lot of them did. I saw people who got that, but there's a lot of people who messed themselves up. Now I'm 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 stop right there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I want to ask you this right fact. I know you guys say you got to go back to work. so okay, so so do you negate or neglect the part where he? was reading articles what Michael Jackson said about the mirrors in his house and how he was channeling uh, basically uh, Liberace. So if Michael Jackson did interviews himself himself saying this, so do you negate that part? No, it's
7: like I said, like, if you want to appease white people that much and you doing this, like you're in front of the camera and say, oh, yeah." I do this because I talk to Liberace, and like they know, they think Liberace was this great fag dude. Like he's gone, you know, so they even say, oh well, Michael Jackson trying to impress us by saying he channeled the white man instead of he channeling, uh, you know, like somebody that's black and his ancestry and that passed away, and he can he can grab something from them. But he not so he just saying, bought, he on the channel Elizabeth Taylor everybody white but he never channel no black like when he brought kids to the crib he barely brought black kids to the crib he usually always brought white kids to his crib you know to just so go out and have he, fun would
1: just, on them. he would just so you just saying he just made that all up to appease white people he wasn't
7: actually doing this to channel these entities to make music he might was trying to and he might. Yeah, he might was trying to do that. I'm saying, like, if your mind is the – that's what you, you think that you're supposed to do in the world is to, like, okay, it doesn't matter if you're black or you're white. And you go from black to all the way white. And, and so you're trying to say, what's the point? Uh, it don't matter what color you are. But it do matter if you if you erasing your, your color out yourself or if you dating outside of your race, bringing children in the world – and you're reducing now your race or your gene line or, your you know, your root, like you're watering that down because you don't want it to get with a black girl. You get it white now. You got kids. Your kids look like Blake Griffin, okay, because you didn't get, you know, just like Kobe. He got these Chinese-looking kids. Like, I, I don't, you know, if he would have got with his sister, he would have had some black kids. Like, those children don't look like Kobe Bryant, okay, <laughs> He don't look well, like he belongs in that family. The, I'm just yeah, saying, yeah, I ain't like, like out it's a lot of way choice
1: choices. They make choices. Yeah, I'm yeah, not talking out the colorism. Favorite. See, this is what I'm saying. See, I, 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 I dabbled in that occult world. I dabbled, Like I said, I, I dabbled for messing around a little bit. Not, deep, not to try to be a statement, but I dabble enough to know about messing with that shit. Like I've told you, man, I've had spirits used to come to me and and mess with me and shit as well. I've had this shit. Used to mess with me. Even some, I ain't going to that shit. But anyway, I understand. I know exactly what the hell they talking about. And notice, like you talk about things, you get stuff in your sleep. If you even read the Bible, you will notice that it talk about these prophets when they had visions. What did they say they had it when they were asleep and so on? And so on. not to say they were demonic. But mostly when they sleep, this is why I'm saying this spirit world. I don't think we really understand the spirit world. Some people we don't want because we don't want to believe it. Cause a lot of people we don't want to believe none of this shit anyway. But a lot of people who sometimes who deal with with you know spirituality, we understand certain things that happen. Like I, myself, some of these shows sometimes, like a show, a title, or some or a, a class, I could be laying there sleep, knocked out, and. I said the most high because I don't deal with this satanic shit. I don't even be asked it. I could be there knocked out. And sometimes I have a, a title. It used to be you don't have to do it no more because I don't even focus on, like, a, anybody have a title. Come to me, I'm like, damn. And I wake up out of my sleep, like, damn. man, that was a good-ass title. And then somewhat give me the description of what the show is supposed to be, I'm like, Damn. Let me write that down. Well, I forget that i been mean, on. Went back to sleep. It'd be like two something in the morning. I said, man, I better write that down. But I forget that tight. I said, man, that was a cold. And so, so I understand that what does happen. Now it probably don't happen. It don't certain things don't happen to everybody. That's why it depends on what spiritual level you are, or even if you're a spirit. If you are a spiritual person or not. Hell, even if you're a demonic person, you deal with spirit. So people don't understand. Like they talk about. Certain things that come in your dream, certain things that that come to you, and it does. That is, I can only speak from my experience. What I do, that is real. That is real. Some people say they don't, they don't even dream, but some people do. Certain things come to us in dreams, and you'd be like, "What the hell? What was it about?" Damn, what's this? Okay, I understand this message. You might not understand the message to damn near a week, or oh, damn near two or three months later. Like, oh, that's what that was about. But like I said, dealing with this whole occult thing, brother, this stuff is real. Like you can talk about Beyonce, and they was talking about like Beyonce. They t- like if you understand going into Babylon, the, uh, the queen of heaven and uh, Astarty and all of this, this is a lot of things that these people are actually mimicking. You understand, they are channeling a lot of these so-called ancient spirits, what they call the gods, or deities, and other people. Like I told you, like I was saying earlier, Bobby Hemmings used to say this shit all the time on this show, on, on Miss Blue channel. I, channel. I channel Michael Jackson. Anybody that died, Rick James. I channeled him, Rick James and so-and-so, so-and-so. He was always talking about channeling. You just go to, I don't tell nobody that ain't telling y'all to do it, but go just go to YouTube and look up channeling. You will see a lot of damn videos with people on there dealing with their cold stuff always talking about channeling certain people and channeling this and channeling that. Man, this stuff is real. So just because there's an artist that maybe that we admired like Michael Jackson in the music, it's like now we talk about hip-hop. Oh, prime example. Songs that we used to listen to back in the days. We loved them, man. We were jamming them songs. And now we go back and listen to the lyrics. Because we were just jamming off the beat, we didn't we didn't know what to hit. We didn't really pay no attention to the lyrics. Now you go back. That's why I don't really do no DJing no more. It's a lot of couple of reasons, but I, I had to quit when I stopped really getting into the Tanakh, getting back into the Bible. I stopped really just had to stop DJing because a lot of songs I stopped playing like whoa whoa. I was, I, was like, I remember that, and I'd be looking for a show. I mean some songs to put in my playlist or do a show. I might just see a title at my at my catalog. Oh hell. I remember that song. Let me throw it in there. I hadn't listened to it in so long, but I just got it in my, my you know, my, my uh, files and stuff. So i load it up. Yeah, I remember that song. And then I get to playing it live on the show like, ooh, I have to, man, try to hurry up and cut it out. <laughs> man, these, these, these so-and-so shake that ass. I'm like, whoa, oh, I can't play that. Whoa, I can't do that one. So it's like, but there was a jam back in the day, and sometimes you probably didn't know to understand the lyrics. So like you're saying, we might like Mike them and anybody else, some of these artists, but we don't we don't understand what their music is. There was a song, <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, oh, hallelujah, a song I used to like, Hotel California. I can't think of the name of the damn group who sang it. It's a, it's a European group. There was a song called Hotel California. I used to like that song. I didn't know they was singing this song to so called Lucifer or Satan. I didn't know. I used to just listen to the damn song. I didn't know that. Hell, I used to, back in the days. I used to listen to the goddamn uh, what's the what's my what's the boy name? Ozzy uh, Ozzy Osbourne, Bark at the Moon. I didn't know about it, cause that because that's when MTV was out. I used to just love MTV. I didn't know the damn fool was in the Satanism and all that shit.
9: Hey hey. And Maure, yes, Ari, I'm, I'm, I'm yes, there. Just glad you brought that out. Michael Jackson had a song called Heartbreak Hotel, which is about him leaving Illuminati, trying to leave Illuminati. That heartbreak hotel, that's about the humiliation rituals that they used to do in, in the industry. Yep. Yes, and 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 another thing I'm going to put out there, Earth, Wind, and Fire. I love. I know everybody loves them, damn, Earth, Wind, and Fire. By Earth, oh, yeah. They, they used to have all these Egyptian pyramids and all that may damn album covers and shit. Let's look at I, that, I yep. stopped listening to a lot of this shit because I was like, wait a I ain't even know if years later, I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. Yep. So yeah. They was a
1: cultist. You right they White, Shonav, was a cultist. Maurice wife showed up wasn't it to the cult. He showed. And you You're
9: know right. what? And I had to stop another thing. I had to stop listening to a lot of the conscious music. Like Eric the Bad Dude. Hey, I'm saying yep. that's a witch. All that, even though she was talking all that 5% shit, she was a damn demon. All that, that, let's say, oh, Lord, and my own, and all that stuff. like a brother's song. I'm feeling kind of lucky. That 3 dollars that $6,000. Even that song is demonic. Jill Scott. Mm-hmm. Just got. I'm tell you all, and, and a lot of the poetry type females that conscious Philly poetry shit. I'm gonna tell you some. I had a cousin that moved to Philly Justice in the late '80s, early '90s. He was DA all the way Philly, and I'm gonna tell you he never left. And when the Roots first came out, he he knew them. And he was talking about the roots, and then, and, you know, years later, I was, you know, start hearing the roots, and I know they edge, all that little positive conscious shit. I'm gonna tell you, I, I said, positive thoughts is demonic as fuck. Him you they know, all that like I, I'm, just, I stopped listening to them. I stopped listening to a lot of these guys like like the uh, Gio Scott the roots. I'm telling you some the reason not just they ain't all talking all that conscious positive shit that they talk. They ain't all good. There some demonic motherfuckers too. Just look at their album covers and, and sometimes just look at how they hold their hands. Like we were talking about earlier about the faces and how they hold their hands and do all that stuff. I'm telling you you will see Frank
7: Melville is mother damn woman that
9: is Satan. Well, you know...
7: Chief Rabbi, you remember when yeah. Michael Jackson said that Tommy Mottola was the devil? Was with Mariah Carey? He
9: was the yep. devil. Huh? He was huh? the devil, I remember that. You him, you yeah. Okay. You so,
7: so, so I'm I'm just gonna say that you know all of the artists, all of them, including Michael Jackson, had to sell themselves to the devil. All of them. Yeah. And
9: so like, yeah, 30, Michael Jackson 30. got some
7: some satanic. Michael Jackson got some satanic, like subliminal stuff out there. That's for sure. Especially that move, that um song where he in the video, he got on the white feeder and his skin real pale. I forgot the name of that, one, but that's that's and he got wings on his back and all that. That's that's a demonic song right there.
1: Uh
7: uh-huh. Remember up, he got the wings in the video his on his back, like he's an archangel Michael.
1: Yep. Yeah, and look brother,
9: that video. Oh, look, oh, look, look, yeah, look that
7: video. So yeah, they up that they all saying, every last one of them, man. They they all sold out, man, to the devil.
9: And, and yep. Queen Latifah too. I used to like Queen Latifah and all of them, and I'm gonna tell you something. I said, y'all gotta watch how for that positive girl, poison yep. shit. <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna tell you something. They was promoting lesbian. Uh, uh, and 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 I'm gonna tell you something. Watch out for that. Them like I used to love Queen Latifah and Moni Love and what's that other lady named Nikki Love Nikki 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 D that made that dance yeah, little yeah. girl.
8: Yeah, Get yeah, it? I used to <laughs> like
9: that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she had this song with uh, Allison Williams. I'm gonna tell you something. She might act like she ain't demonic. But her, Queen of Chiefers, you, and money Love, and all the rest of the women I'm going to you something, they were some damn, They pushed a lot of that lesbian, commit Egypt shit. I'm but that's the whole thing said,
7: right there. That's when they sold out. They didn't have to of, do that. A
9: lot of that Egyptian shit is gay. I say, look, Amore Aria, I know, <laughs> know you're to go deeper. If I, I don't say, exactly. Lord, but I'm just saying, if you look at some of them, them, them sisters that used to sing back in the day, you know there what we call a, uh, 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 the, uh, the, uh what was, what, some what nation of uh, uh, past the X, and over that sister used to sing with a hot set. All all them ladies, I'm telling you, they all even they push all this positive, pro black sister shit. I'm telling you, they was, they would money I hadn't stopped listening to a lot of that it. sister girl, you know, uh, uh, uh shit that they would talking. But like and, and another one, I'm gonna push too. Y'all gotta watch out for Natasha. She's another dog. She she she's another devil. She 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 do a lot of that demonic shit. But she pushes it to Israel like she. y'all gotta watch out for your too. And her royal roots, she make a lot of uh, uh, she's another damn lady. Y'all gotta watch out for them ladies too. So yeah,
1: uh, uh Holder something. Yeah, hold the... yeah, you talking about Holder?
7: And Dave, check this it's definitely I'm I just sent you a picture too out of this book going back to mortals and dogmas. They don't think they should, now here, here is something right fast, right?
1: Um, out of mortals and dogmas again. Now, I'm gonna read this part. It says.